Hey everyone, today is Thursday the 11th of March 2021. This is The Gap, episode 556. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gory is here. Hopefully everyone has uh, clicked on the podcast this week and not Tom and Jerry, because uh, <laughs> that would be awkward. But uh, here we are. Although it probably wouldn't be a bad thing, right? If we if we showed up on HBO Max. That'd probably, that'd probably work out pretty well for us. Um, it'd be a shock. <laughs> For any parents attempting to show their kids Tom and Jerry. What would be worse, switching on Tom and Jerry and getting us or Zack Snyder's Justice League for kids? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a bit of swearing in Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're probably not as much swearing. I mean, we haven't... Neither of us has sworn yet, so... Yeah. We're doing well. My, because my wife was like, "Oh, that's absolutely a publicity stunt." They they did that on purpose, and I'm like, "That's a, it's an R-rated film." They they weren't in the marketing team being like, "Oh, what if we switch Tom and Jerry with an R-rated?" I was <laughs> reading. Film? I was reading that like yeah, yeah. like oh yeah, this will work. This, this let's let's get butt fucked by the MPAA. <laughs> For a marketing stunt. That'll work out well for us. What could possibly go wrong? Um, I was uh, I was reading that it only, like, ran for an hour and 40 minutes as well, like, because that's the yeah. runtime of Tom and Jerry. So you only got, like, 100 minutes of the right. four and a half hours of Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, like, you didn't even get the whole thing. Although I did read that some people found some workarounds, although I'm disappointed that those people haven't managed to share that information with the world, if you mm. know what I mean. Yar. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, I'm just, I, I was, yeah, there's no way this was intentional because it's so fucking sloppy. At the same time, like, what is going on with their back end? That, like, I have, I don't think I can recall... Like, Game Arena, we hosted literally tens of thousands Mm. of videos and all manner of other files. And at no point did something get crossed and one file get played instead of another. Like, what is going on with their player service that it's even able to fucking feed it up like that? Like, I don't even understand. Mm. That's so weird. Also, people are actively trying to watch Tom and Jerry. What the fuck? <laughs> this was also this happened because I was up um, when this was going. It was like ten in the morning or something like that. It was because uh. I saw it circulating my news feed and, and like some games media people being like posting pictures <laughs> of them firing up Tom and Jerry. By the time I got to it, it, it had just been switched off. Because right. yeah, it only lasted like an hour and a half or something. It was um, they got in there pretty quickly but still um it was like some it was like a bunch of dudes watching tom and jerry really in the early in the morning probably from california getting Uh, super baked of course that makes sense um but there you go so there you go weird anyway are Um, are you looking forward to watching that it's next week right it's next week i'm gonna Um, watch it for sure i don't know if i'm looking forward to it I'm cautiously hmm. optimistic. I right. think it, it can't, can't be, be worse than the last one. It can't be worse. 
That's basically it. I thought the director's cut like, of Batman vs Superman was a better film. I don't yeah. know if it was. It was, it was I think good. it was good. I think it was good. I don't think it ever became a great film, uh, mm. but I, I think it, it was definitely a better film, and, and it was a good movie. Uh, with the like after the director's cut, uh, I would sure. watch that again. So I think it might be able to turn it into a good movie. I've hated Joss Whedon for fucking ages. I I've hated Joss Whedon since before it was cool. I'm the hipster of hate of Joss, Joss Whedon. <laughs> so I'm fucking stoked. Stoked that it's coming around. My my hate for him was irrational. And I'm just like pleased to see that it's all like everyone's like coming out of the woodwork to say that he's a, a dick knob. Uh, but mm. I always like, you know, anytime he was in interviews and stuff, he always came across like this fucking smug dickwad. Um So yeah, I never really liked him. Let's not say I haven't enjoyed his films, but yeah. Uh or some of yeah. his work, but yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad the world has uh, decided they've had enough of Joss. Mm. Uh, I feel like I've seen a lot of hate recently for this Justice League film. Like people are very up in arms about it coming out. I think. I think you know. It's it's one of those things where like the the lines have been drawn in the sand, right? Mm. And people are like, oh, yeah, I'm DC, I'm Marvel. This has all kicked it up again, right? We went through it for a while, uh, for a long while, because Batman was, like, slapping the fucking pants off uh, everything that Marvel put out, uh, with the exception of Spider-Man 2. And then uh, Watchmen came out, and, like, suddenly the DC universe had the, the like, the best movies, and Marvel fans were like hoping against hope that they could get some something that could compete. And Iron Man gave them that hope, right? They were like, oh my god, this this could actually work, right? We might actually like compete. I mean it's not it's not the Dark Knight, but like it could build to something great. Everyone like, like it's hmm. it's funny, it's irreverent, it's fucking it's poppy, right? It's it's entertaining. It's it's a blockbuster film. It's not Christopher Nolan or fucking Zack Snyder's Watchmen, but it is still really good. And it could be something even better. And then, you know, Captain America is good as well. And they do their first crossover and you're like, holy shit. They've got the fucking, they've got the goods here. And they keep doing mm. them with a couple of missteps along the way. Thor 2, uh, Iron Man 2, uh, 70% of Iron Man 3. Um, like they, you know, they they fuck up a couple of times, but then they they manage to tie it all together. They got some really good films towards the end there, some yeah, uh, not so great ones as well, and but like some great stuff that they wrap up with, and yeah, it's like holy shit. I think Marvel's got a better movie like franchise. I think I would rather watch Marvel movies than. And, and you know, at the same time, in the back of all this, uh, the the war, the, this this war continued with with TV. You know, they had Daredevil, and then they had Jessica Jones, and then they had the first half of Luke Cage, and then they had, and then there was never there wasn't a second. That half. was it. That's how it ended. That's how the entire fucking run of it. Oh no, Punisher After episode six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Iron Fist never happened. Uh, Punisher was good. Uh, hmm. 
But yeah, uh, and, and it's like, oh, Marvel's actually kicking ass on TV as well. And what's fucking DC doing? Fucking Felicity and fucking Oliver. Uh, soap opera. Like, fucking nobody gives a fuck about that shit. Like, it's just trash over and over and over again. Then fucking, but then, right, DC comes swinging in with Doom Patrol, Watchmen. Watch, Watchmen's what they go to whenever they, they want an easy win. Not an easy win, but like a, a definite win. A guaranteed mm-hmm. win. They're just like, okay, time for some Watchmen. And then they come swinging in with some Watchmen and like they, yeah, they belt it out of the park. And you're like, okay, so DC's won on the TV. They've got the best TV series. And, but Marvel's won the movies, right? And I think, right, all of this, right, there's this, there's potential. There's potential that worries Marvel fans, with these DC movies. But it's not realized potential. They don't have any... I don't think they've got anything to worry about. I don't think Zack Snyder can recut and reshoot Justice League into a film that will outdo anything. Like, it won't even come close to, mm. like, Endgame, let alone fucking uh, anything Marvel has done in its cinematic universe for the last decade. Like, it just can't do it. But there is that potential there. And the Marvel fans have been getting walloped for so long with Fantastic Four and the Fantastic Four reboot and the fucking awful X-Men movies that were, you know, occasionally, uh, you know, interspersed Hmm. with some really good ones. But they're so used to being on the back foot that now, now with this Justice League shit, with this Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut shit, they're on the offensive. They're like, okay, we're going to fucking put this into the dirt before it gets to the point where somehow he's, he's like literally pulled off a miracle and made this into a better film and suddenly like DC's winning again, winning the movies, race again. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, in my opinion, uh... I think it goes Dark Knight, Watchmen, Logan, in terms of comic book films. I think, uh, I think Marvel is, is up there, but it's not for one of the MCU films. I don't think any. I don't even think Endgame uh, beats out Dark Knight or Watchmen. But I do think Logan is one of the best movies I've watched in, in Yonks and Yonks. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think that that worry right that they like that's that's a decade ago that's from a decade ago watchmen was fucking when was that like 2011 or some shit right uh, no nah, before way before had to be really like, tw- 2018 maybe i said 2011 sorry t- 2008 <laughs> uh, 2009, 2009. Yeah. yeah uh yeah right that was over a decade ago those don't count anymore right what have you done for me lately Right, DC. What have you done for me lately? Uh, Wonder Woman two. Aquaman was good. Aquaman was good, but it was it was like (laughs) if you were to rank Aquaman against the Marvel movies, where would it rank? Top three. Top five. I don't think so. No. 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 That's it, right? That's the thing, right? If I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think. Marvel necessarily has anything to worry about from DC movies, but I do think Marvel fans mm. 
And people who don't like the grim, dark turn of the DC Cinematic Universe, I think that they are attempting to get out ahead of the Snyder yeah. cut to squ- to kill it before it like leaves the womb. I think it's right. an attempt to assassinate it early, so that it never gets any momentum. But uh, I don't, I don't think yeah. they have anything to worry about. I think it could be a good movie, uh, and I will definitely carve out an entire half fucking working day to watch it but uh yeah i I don't have i'll tell you what though it's going to be interesting to watch it and see the how how different these two films are considering um that the joss whedon film because the the Zack snyder film was basically done right yeah and then he had a family tragedy Mm. stepped aside Mm. joss whedon came in and reshot like 95% of that film. And uh, I don't know if he rewrote sections. I'm assuming he did. Like he, from what I recall back then, it was he, he marveled it up a bit with mm. the dialogue and made it a bit more, um, less serious. Yep. And so I think it's going to be two very different films. Oh, like yeah. I, I think that the scripts might be similar in terms of the, the beats. Broad strokes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think it's they're gonna like I feel like people are expecting this to be the like he went in and recut the film, but it's gonna be it's it's shot it's they've been shot completely differently as yeah. well. Yeah, and so and then he's also gone back recently, right, and reshot yeah. um more stuff and changed the story. So Henry Cavill yeah, doesn't uh, have a mustache. Do they have to? Yeah. Weirdly I mean, CGI even though he wanted that, still in there. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how it is received. And then like, if that gives him the opportunity to, to make more of these, um, cause uh, DC's in this weird spot now, like where you saw the news recently where they're, they're rebooting Superman again. Yeah. <laughs> this, like, that's what it seems to be. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there was, I saw some articles going around, which I think it's pretty shit, but like Henry Cavill is pretty upset about it. Yeah. That, he's being sort of cut out and uh like he does he doesn't want to do any press for justice league now and um because well, it seemed I, like i can understand why too because he's just going to get asked about that constantly yeah right like if if you are reporting on that shit you got to ask that question right but I can understand that he doesn't want to answer that question over and over right. and over again. But it also seems to me like maybe he got stabbed in the back. That that they told him you're still part of this. Because remember when yeah. there was that rumor going around that like he was done, and then he put up those Instagram posts of like him being sad, and that at that time it seemed very tongue in cheek. And and even interviews after that, he was saying like, no, we've still got a good relationship, and we're still working on things. But now. Yeah. This other news has come out that they're they're basically redoing Superman again, mm. while like it's just a massive mess because you've got you've got like they've they're redoing Batman at this stage, and as much as that, I think that's going to be fucking a sick movie I mean, with yeah. the people that are behind it. Yeah, you've also got like this Wonder Woman stuff going on. You've got Aquaman. You've got the Flash movie that's apparently still happening. And it's all split up now. Like it's, yeah. I don't know. It's just all over the place. Um, and so it's weird. Like obviously, maybe they're gonna do some thing with Flash and multiverse Flashpoint, stuff. Yeah. 
yeah, like Flashpoint was always a rumor, right? And so maybe they can get away with it there, but it's just like it's such a mess. <laughs> like, yeah. and I like Henry Cavill as um, an actor. I think he's always he's always been shafted in the stuff that he does. I think he's, he's a good good Superman. Like he's a good yeah. Superman. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. He just gets. I don't know. I feel like he gets the bad end of a stick every time he does something. Like even. Well, man from uncle like that stuff was really he was awesome in that and yeah. it just didn't do well and i think the witcher is like the one thing where he's done something it's just fucking taken off um i, so I reckon because cool. i don't think you know snyder's not going to do another fucking dc movie hmm. yeah he's, he's gone he's si- he signed no he's, he's, he's signed. switching <laughs> uh he signed a seven film deal with fucking netflix didn't he oh, i'm did pretty he? sure i'm pretty sure he did went the Adam Sandler route so like that's it I, I think he was he was the fucking he was driving the vision behind all of those movies coming together so I think it might yeah. be done I think the DC cinematic universe might be over and they'll just switch to one shots or some shit or possibly your flashpoint idea but I don't think they should I don't think it's a good idea um, because yeah, it just doesn't fucking doesn't track enough, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but I'd love to see like it's not like it's not like they couldn't work together again. Imagine fucking Zack Snyder's Irredeemable with uh with Henry Cavill as the Plutonian. That'd be <laughs> that'd be fucking yeah. out of this world. I would love that that'd be fucking amazing like could I, you imagine Holy i think shit. you just do i I'd, I'd like to see him have another crack at superman again like yeah give him because he only made did he make one one superman film um man of steel yeah he yeah. didn't do any after that did he no no um anyway yeah that'd be i, I think I think that'd be interesting, but it seems like they're going in a different direction yeah. with that stuff. Um, so, anyway, should we talk about some games, maybe? Oh, sure. So we've got a bunch here. <laughs> Spend 20 minutes talking about comic books. Um, hey, before we kick off, uh, I put Outriders on here. I just want to talk about a correction from last week, because when I was discussing the... Uh, the like genre or the style of game that Outriders was. Yeah. Um, I think I said, well, I'm pretty sure I did say it was a, a gas a games as a service game. Yeah. Um, a live service game compared it to destiny, um, Marvel's Avengers, uh, like, like the, those sort of games that we've seen pop up recently. Right. Um, it's not that like, I I was wrong about that. It's a, it's a, it's it's a single player game. They're not like a single player. There's a beginning, there's an end, and that's it. Because I, I read a bunch of articles about it, um, and talk, they were talking about like how no, it's not. It's getting confused as games as a service game, but it's not. It's it's a single player game, or, or like a. It, it's not going to be this ongoing live service game, which is um, anyway my my mistake because I just assumed that it, it was that. Um, which doesn't, I don't changes my opinion on that game. I, I played a little bit more again. If anything, it makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, because it's not going to be getting uh, constant updates. Um, they rolled out a 
NVIDIA patch um, for drivers. Didn't really do a huge difference on my part. Mm. Um, still ran pretty poorly in certain areas. And uh, there just wasn't a lot for me to do in that game. I, I hit the level cap and um, yeah, they like it was basically you can go in and replay missions and all that sort of thing. I guess I, I just wanted to talk about that and because I've been playing a bunch of Destiny 2 Beyond Light, I think it's called the yep. latest expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such a, such a huge contrast, even though they are not <laughs> comparable as live service games. Mm. Um, the when I was talking about Outriders and saying that like the aspects of that game that I really like, which are the um, uh, like the loot system is pretty interesting, like the weapons that you get and the abilities as different classes I thought were, were awesome. Uh, like the way that they interact all these spells with each other. Um, like you're playing the dude who's able to slow down time in this like Dr. Manhattan-esque bubble uh, and, and do this like melee attack that would like slash everybody. And uh, I was playing the pyromancer that would do this flame wall out in front of them and set people ablaze. And then you could do like this uh, fire grenade that would explode people. Um, it just looks cool. Like all that yeah. stuff looks cool. And then playing uh, Destiny 2 Beyond Light last week, just going to those abilities and using that stuff, I'm just like, this is just so boring. These abilities are just so bland and uninteresting. Um, and so that's why I think the, there are aspects of Outriders that are pretty cool. Um, but it's just like Destiny is so good in terms of its shooting. Um, like the shooting in that game is phenomenal. It feels so good. Uh, yeah. All the weapons that you can get um, and how they all uniquely feel very different. And uh, basically, I jumped into this to play, um, to, to get up to date with what was going on Beyond Light. And pretty, pretty confusing, to be honest. I think that this game is gone in a very bad direction in terms of they, they seem to be building this game more for the current player base as opposed to trying to get new people in or trying to get people to return to the game that have played it before sure um because i've i jumped in and i played this game recently like within the last year or so i think we talked about it last and uh it's changed a lot since then they've basically uh sidelined or uh decommissioned what's the word vaulted vaulted sure you can call it that um well, that, that, no, that's what they've called it. But I'm, I'm like saying, like trying to think of a word that would um, uh, make a bit more, I don't know, like put it in different words. Um, but basically, yeah, they've, they've, they've gotten rid of that older original content, including some of the earlier expansions. And, and shut, like it's not part of the main quest path anymore. They've removed it entirely and put it, well, I don't know, I can't even fucking find it anymore. I know it's there, but I can't find it. Like I've done so much looking around and like looked at videos, and I can't I can't figure out how to start it. Um, anyway, so I did the the I main think you can the the main area of the game. Like the tutorial part still works; it's still the same part of that game. And then you jump into um, each each location has a campaign to like introduce you and start you off. Yeah. Um, but 
once you get past that initial part, if you don't have the purchased aspect of it, it doesn't let you play it anymore. Like yeah. you've got to go and buy the expansion, right? Um, and so I got pretty confused at that point where I jumped onto the first area and I couldn't start any quests at all. Um, and what I was confused about was I didn't know like that they had vaulted them, that they'd go like, it just wouldn't. I was like, how do I, Yeah. like, where are they? And so I started looking into it. Um, and then I found that they'd vaulted it and like, oh, you've got to go to this person and speak to them. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I go go to this person and they don't have anything there. They like selling me spaceships and shit. Uh, and then, so I look into it a bit more. I'm like, oh, you that was like, they changed that. They put another vendor in that you need to go speak to. Like I looked at a 2021 guide and the guide I was looking was like 2020. Right. Um, <laughs> and so then I went, and looked at the 2021 guy and they're like, oh, you go to this uh, vendor and it's like a quest vendor. And then that's where you activate the quests. And then I go to this quest vendor and I'm like looking at it and there's nothing there. Like I can't, it won't let me start anything. Right. So I spent like fucking 40 minutes running around, extremely confused. Um, it would only basically let me do patrols and that sort of thing. Um, and then I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just buy the um, the DLC, the Forsaken DLC I'll run through that, give it a look, because and because I wanted to work my way through like all the the main content and go through the expansions as they went on. Um, so I bought that, and then I basically was having the same problem of being like I don't like know how to start this DLC content. So I went on the the planet, I did the introduction tutorial, and then I ran around. I couldn't find the next step like the next quest to, to kick that off. Like it wasn't showing up on my map at all. Um, so then I went back onto the fucking forums again and looked up guides and people were like, oh, you start them here. This is how you get it going. You've got to finish this, this, and this first before this kicks off. Um, and then a lot of people were like, oh, don't even play Forsaken because all that content is redundant. Yeah. Like the weapons don't work anymore. Like they're not, they've again, vaulted all that content. Like just skip it. Don't play it entirely. So I'm like, all right, spend another 45 minutes fucking around with this thing. And I can't, get it to work properly so then i i refunded it on steam after messing around for like an hour and then i then i got to this spot where i was like i'm gonna buy beyond light and so that was i don't know what's going for now like 30 40 bucks something like that um so then i got vaulted i I got the uh beyond light dlc which is the latest update i went to the new planet started playing around with that and then um and then i kicked off like things started going i got the campaigns and started running around um, and doing all, all that sort of stuff. So this is set on a new planet um, where it's like an ice planet and uh, they introduce a new, uh, like a subclass, um, uh, darkness. Um, generally, there's like a, a light subclass and you can pick three from from those classes. I generally go with uh, the, the fire dude. Um, yeah, and then the, the, the campaign sort of kicks off and I'm, I'm having fun again. Like I'm shooting things and... Um, running around getting loot, uh, upping my my light level, which is is fun. Like it's a loot game. I'm enjoying it. Yep. Um, I think the biggest problem with the way Destiny has sort of gone is that even though I'm I'm in this new expansion or I'm working my way through it, it still feels like the original game. All the enemies that I'm going up against are very familiar. Um, all the strategies in the combat are very similar like 
It doesn't feel like they've gone in and like, hey, here's a bunch of new enemies and they're going to behave differently and here's some new um, boss encounters and all that sort of stuff. It's just very like, hey, we're doing the same thing again. It's just a different area. I think and, Beyond um, Light has a bunch of new bosses that all and like they largely use stasis as their primary. Yeah. Or, I mean, you, you, yeah, you, you're encouraged to use stasis to take them down and stuff. Sure, like, but the, the, but most the basic of those boss enemies are definitely the, the same. same. Like yeah. you're fighting Vex and yeah. all that sort of thing. Um, and there's like a little, uh, you know, you get to the final boss and it's like I've done this boss before. Like it's literally the first thing I see in the game, and then if something happens, but it just felt very familiar to me. Like I wasn't getting a brand new experience. The brand new experience was was navigating all the weird bullshit they put in. Um, so I think help like i'm not even a new player i'm a, i've played this game before i've got existing characters i, I know like yeah. what i'm doing it's just so unhelpful like if, if i was to give this to somebody who hasn't played this game before i mean like go good luck i think they would be super confused about how to even get anywhere because it doesn't tell you once you get to um like that first mission or that first campaign on uh, on the cos i think it's cosmodrome um cosmodome that that like hey yeah this is uh yeah. all this stuff has been vaulted and you can't play it anymore you've got to go to this this other person to to kick it off even though i couldn't figure out how to how to do it it just wouldn't show up for me um it, yeah to me it just seems like a game where they're they really just don't care about bringing new players in they're more interested in uh their existing base but even then i don't like, I don't understand why they have vaulted all that stuff either. Even if they are older mission designs, just let, I feel like, let people experience that stuff if they want to. Um, like, you look at the way that World of Warcraft has handled their old content. It's fantastic. Like, it works. If, if you want to go to Burning Crusade or Wrath of the Lich King or Mists of Pandaria and do that content... You can do it out of any order, which is what they're doing in Destiny 2 now. There's no... Everything scales depending on um, what area you go to and what levels you are, which is fantastic. But there's no, like, letting the player be like, oh, where do I want to go and what I want to... Like, what do I want to go do? It's just kind of forcing you to be like, hey, buy this new content. This is what we want you to play because we've gotten rid of all that other stuff. It's, like, it's been completely sidelined. Um, and there's no direct path letting the player know this is how you go from here to here it's yeah. just so obtuse and and weird in its nature of um like telling you what you should be doing and how you should be going about that sort of stuff so yeah i think it's it's just a mess at this stage it's such a mess i mean i was very lucky to be playing alongside um racy uh who took me through a bunch of stuff but even then you know mm. like yeah, we definitely we played a fuck ton of Destiny One. Uh, we played a lot of Destiny Two, um, and yeah, even then I was having a lot of trouble. This was prior to the vaulting, so this was the game as it had existed the whole time. Hmm. But uh, I, I I I struggled to get my head around that kind of shit, and then. Like, 
I guess it's it's one of those things where you're like, once you're in it, once you know it, hmm. it seems quite obvious. It's I think they're in uh, a tricky like position where I don't think they've got anyone who's coming to it the way you have necessarily. I don't think they have that person on their roster who is divorced from the game and able to just come at it blind to tell them that they've got no like that it's impossible to fucking decipher what the fuck you're supposed to do with any of this shit yeah and i think that's they're more interested in retaining the players they've got as opposed to like building a base or at least making it easier for those people to 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 get into the game i don't i don't think it's like i don't think it's like an interest i think it's just a uh you know a hole in their game it's a piece of the puzzle that's missing that they're not aware that they're missing right they think they're doing stuff in a way that everyone can fucking understand but it turns out it's indecipherable uh and they can't tell that because people who like go through the fucking you know the the hoops that you jump through right most people get to the first hoop and they're like the fuck I don't give a fuck about this. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, oh, they're like, oh, yeah, right. I remember why I hated fucking Destiny now. It's n- and that's not why they hated Destiny originally. Uh, but right. they are reminded of the bad feelings that they had previously. And so that's that's enough. And they just, they just call it. They're just like, well, fuck it. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just going to bail again. And they never talk. Like, they don't get... That's like Bungie doesn't get the feedback uh, that they've they've made this entire process nigh on in, indecipherable. It was difficult to fucking get in, and I had Racy walking me through stuff a lot of the time, which was very helpful. Um, yeah, I can't even imagine uh, what a, like I also uh, Bungie hooked me up with all the like all of the fucking packs, so I never even had to mm. work out which one like what quests i could do i still struggle to work out how to start a fuck ton of quests because it is confusing even when you own the expansion packs uh but i never ran into the problem of not having the expansion pack and it just not appearing which is just ridiculous to me um yeah well this is the thing i I bought them and then after spending like jumping in and being like where is all this stuff and then looking into it and be like oh no they vaulted all that stuff and all the, you, you shouldn't even play it. Like, the weapons are no good, and the content's not very good, and it's hard to get through. And I'm just yeah. like, what? why are they still selling this stuff there? Just yeah. make it fucking free. If you've actually caught, like, vaulted it, like, decommissioned it in your rewards, why are you selling that content? 100%. Uh, no, that's a great question. Such- um, yeah. Screw that. Uh, so, with that in mind, having mm. persevered, what are you thinking? Um, at this stage, I like I, I've enjoyed parts of it. Like I said, I think the the shooting and and all that, like, like the combat, is phenomenal. Um, I don't I don't like the new area. I think it's just very bland and uninteresting. Like it's snow. It's really hard to make snow <laughs> like look good. Yeah. Uh, like ice areas because it's kind of like everything's white. Uh, and you even get into air, like uh, parts of this game, underground bases, and it's like the interior is white, and you're like, oh, they really 
went for the color scheme here, didn't they? They like what what should we paint the interior? The same as outside. Um it's just I don't know, it just feels very bland to me. And um uh this kind of makes me feel like that there is another team they're working on, Destiny Three, and they're kind of just putting this stuff out as they go. Uh, they're kind of just keeping their community happy or engaged at this point um but like it it's just such a different game like there's no more leveling system anymore it is now seasonal ranks and that's how you sort of level up using this battle pass system um the light system is is very strange now like you start off at 1100 like a brand new character like it's such a weird numerical system like what do we start from 1100 let's do that all right fair enough that's a number that you can sort of get ahead with um and then it just again like the the way that it just doesn't teach you things like when you get in there and i i I know this stuff because i've played it before but like how to how to upgrade weapons and um add mods to them and uh like feed epic legendary guns to sorry the exotic guns to other guns to level them up and things like that like it doesn't tell you any of that stuff it just kind of assumes that you know um it just doesn't do a a, like destiny's never done a good job at that stuff anyway it's just mods in particular uh, man they i had to like i think it was a fucking 12 minute mm. video i had to watch to work out what the fuck was going on with mods and i couldn't relay the information again like I think even when I was playing with um, with Hex for for the IGN video we did, uh, she I think at one point she was like, "Oh, what mods do you use?" I'm like, "I don't know the names of them. Uh, I know <laughs> yeah. the percentages that they do, and I just use whatever gives me the best fucking percentage or does whatever basic thing that I fucking need. I have no idea." But like you watch these, like this 12 minute video is like. Oh, and if you want more information, watch my next video where I'll go into depth and then you watch and you like you click on it and it's like fucking 55 minutes long <laughs> and you're like I don't have fucking time for this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care that much. Just fucking whatever gives me percentage increase. Um yeah. It's still hyper confusing, ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean for a game that uses a lot of <laughs> triangles in their uh in their imagery especially in this expansion obtuse is a, a good word i feel like <laughs> at this stage but yep. i mean like it's still there's definitely stuff there they just have completely surrounded themselves in the bubble of not just making it so um impenetrable to get into yeah um and so that's why i think there there's a, a massive mistake there i don't know if people are gonna send us messages and be like oh yeah but if you like read this or and i'm like yeah that's that's a thing you're making me go outside of the game to get this information to understand how to do all this stuff um like i was getting those those drops those legendary drops you have to decrypt right and in order to decrypt them you've got to go find this vendor but that vendor's not unlocked now you've got to go do this other quest but i can't do that quest because the quest has been vaulted or some shit and I, i don't know like i've got to go and look at guides and all this other crap it's just like it's That's such always a, sort a of mess. been Destiny's problem. Like in a in a in an almost perverse way, they almost set you up for that style 
by like you know how all the lore was in that fucking the, was like was on the, the app. I don't yeah, know, yeah. Whatever the fuck it was called. But yeah, all I keep the lore, thinking of Crucible for some reason. It's not Crucible. No, that's, that's the PvP. That's the fighting area. Um, yeah, all the lore was re- like removed and put into the the fucking app, which is such like such a whack way to do it because it takes you out of the game. And yet, at the same time, Destiny is a game built. Destiny Two is built around you leaving the, the game to go find mm. shit out. Like it's not a good solution, and it's never been good. But it is sort of Destiny's thing, you know. Like it's it, it is sort of the way they do shit. Like I don't know. It, I I don't even have. I, I was about to use a food analogy, but I'm trying to stop using food analogies. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm yeah. gonna go for it. You know how like you know you see someone who like fucking spreads Vegemite on their toast, but they don't put butter down. You're like, what the fuck? are you doing what the fuck are you doing and they're like uh having vegemite toast right and you're like you didn't put any fucking butter on the toast so like uh i don't i don't eat butter on toast so i'm like i don't eat butter on toast either motherfucker but if i'm having vegemite on toast i put butter on the fucking toast because i'm not a fucking pod person right They've always, they never have butter on their toast. So why would they start to do it for Vegemite, right? Hmm. That's destiny. They're like, well, we've we've never had any information in our game. So why would we start to do it when we're trying to tell you how the fuck you're supposed to do very simple things? Like it, yeah, like I said, it's not good. It's perverse, but hmm. it does have a logic to it that I guess it does sort of follow right sure yeah yeah uh, anyway i um I, I had a chance to check out some of the new multiplayer modes as well that i haven't played before uh gambit Gambit's i think awesome. that's a really cool idea I like um gambit well, a is team. a four versus is it four versus four yeah anyway so, yeah. there's two teams um it's pve you are destroying enemies they are dropping uh these tokens that you're able to bank um, and once you bank a certain amount of them, I think it's a hundred, um, it summons, uh, the big boss. Um, if you're carrying these tokens and then you're, you're downed or killed, you drop the ones that you've got. So you lose them. Um, while this is going on, the enemy team can invade, uh, your game world and, and try and kill you to force you to drop things and all that sort of stuff. Um, so it is very PvE, but there's a slight element of PvP in there with invasions. I think it's an awesome mode, uh, yeah. really interesting and unique um, stuff going on there. I had a lot of fun playing some of those games. Um, uh, it, they're pretty quick, like they're not they're not taking like twenty minutes. They're kind of like five to ten minute games. They're over super super quick um, if you want to just jump in and play it. So I don't know, like I like that sort of stuff as opposed to the just pvp deathmatch yeah. stuff that they got in that game i just don't find that interesting at all no. um uh, well, the, it's just a it's just uh, a super fest right like it is literally <clears throat> about maintaining super or having super as early and as often as possible which is and because these are like super attacks they're just mm. inherently uninteresting all of them have way too much fucking aim assists or straight up auto aim um they're all one shot kills that can't be necessarily fucking 
like stopped uh the latest the latest bunch stasis uh they literally froze you in spot uh on on the spot which is a awful mechanic in a first person shooter in my opinion i've never liked it although they do take you out to the third person perspective which is the very least they can do but you should never fucking remove someone's ability to fucking move uh in a game um make them just sit there while they fucking die it's just awful um yeah the basic pvp has never been very good but at least yeah with the the gambit mode there's like that yeah that pve elements and the way the pvp works is quite entertaining Mm -hmm. i i reckon game it's easily the best thing destiny's done i'd love to see it in other games i reckon it'd be fucking cool yeah it's cool mode um that uh yeah that stasis thing where you get frozen or or like in place during the campaign uh the first time that happened to me uh, there wasn't a button bound to escape and so it was just like press question mark (laughs) to 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 uh get out of this thing and i was like oh okay i need to bind a button for that like uh, anyway yeah so weird um yeah man like i I want to like Destiny a lot, but there's just so much, so many things about it that I just feel like needs work. And I'm like, maybe they'll get it the third time around. <laughs> maybe <laughs> they'll get there eventually because like there's so many things about it that I like. Yeah. Um, it's just part of the gameplay loop. It's just so hard to get into. Like, I played a strike as well. I got paired up with, uh, I don't know, the season rank I guess was 180 something. Yeah. Uh, like two guys at like 180 and you know 150 and i'm like all right cool and they were just fucking running right they yeah. were just they don't stop i'm like trying to learn like what we should be doing no, no shits just fucking go yeah um i got more kills than both these guys but like i didn't know what i was doing i, I didn't know the i was just killing stuff so yeah matchmaking is very average as well um yep anyway that's Destiny 2 Beyond Light. It's out now if you want to check it out. It's got crossplay and all this sort of fancy stuff in there. Um, all right, let's move on to GeoGuessr. You still playing this? Yeah, I have uh, canned my um, subscription. Canned my subscription. You get a 10 day yep. trial. Can the subscription because I don't think I'm going to play it actively. Uh, but I am still playing the daily challenges and I do still find that quite entertaining. Um, we're on our Discord channel. We've got a, a text channel where we talk in spoilers about what what challenged us from each daily challenge. And I think, like, after the initial hype wave uh, where we were playing, you know, uh, a bunch of games all together all at once, I think this is a good, like, this is a good use of it. You know, like, just you know have a have a punt it rocks around like it actually ticks over the daily challenge ticks over at midday for me so i just do it over lunch i'll like eat my lunch mm. and fucking geo guess and it's it's quite entertaining uh it's not yeah i think i like i think they've they've made a quite a good game there's like still loads of things that i think they could do to make it better like i just i can't fathom 
why it's so annoying to add a friend and why I can't see that. Like, if you haven't added a friend before the daily challenge begins, then you won't see that friend's daily challenge attempts in your friends list, which is so fucking weird. Um, what else? Uh, oh, yeah. You, like, when you go to the daily challenge, it always shows you the, the top ranked people. And it's like... I don't know, a list of 20 people who have very clearly cheated. Like, they've obviously cheated. They've, like, they've got a total time of, like, fucking 45 seconds for all five fucking things. And they've all got it exactly where it is, which means they've got it up on one screen telling them where it is. And then they're, like, the the nine seconds they take each turn is them zooming in on the fucking map to work out uh like to zoom in exactly where they're supposed to guess to get five thousand points like i don't give a fuck about that just show me the fucking friends list but you can't change anything like that and yeah like there's a lot a lot that makes me go what the fuck is the money for i think cleb mm. was saying that his 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 theory is that they had to pay to use the google api but there's no All way right. that that costs uh, three bucks a month per person or whatever the fuck like for the amount of people that are using it uh, that are playing that are, that are pros in this shit including you know the losers who are cheating um, yeah there's there's no absolutely no way that yeah they like they need that much money it doesn't cost that much money it can't possibly so the rest of them that money it must be like fractions of a dollar um, the rest of that money, the three bucks a month, has to go somewhere, and I have no idea where the fuck it goes, because, yeah, it's not a particularly, uh, well-made experience. Uh, it's sort of just good enough. At the same time, I guess, you know, if you've got people paying for it, I guess you just fucking go with it. But, um... Yeah. If it was a better experience, I probably actually would have given them. Uh, well, actually, I, I said this last week. If it was a better experience, though, and uh, and it wasn't a su- subscription, if it was a one-time purchase, then I probably would have fucking bought it, but I refused to pay for a subscription in this manner. So, yeah. Anyway, um, still enjoying it. Still playing the Daily Challenge. Abby on... Um, Add me on GeoGuessr if you want to see, like, want to compete in the daily challenge. Uh, if you, if I see you get fucking five thousand points across the board in like forty-five seconds, I'm just gonna fucking delete you. I got no time for that cheating shit. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. GeoGuessr. Cool. Um. All right. Yeah. It looks like the. I was just having a quick look. They. Yeah, you'd have to pay for Google APIs on that Maps thing. Um, so I don't know how much is they're having to fork out, but right. I wouldn't assume most of their money is going to that. That'd be weird. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to... We'll just go down this list, may as well. Um, Paradise Killer. Uh, played a bunch of this over the last two weeks. Well, not a bunch, a little bit. A very tiny amount. Um about 100 minutes or so and uh it's a it's a game that's been on my radar i've heard a lot of good things about it it's um described to me i guess as like an open world 
uh, investigation game where you are playing. It, it's set in this really strange reality where you're playing like uh, like a god um, who's on this mystical island where uh, somebody has been murdered, and you're sent in uh, to investigate a little bit further into what happened because. Uh, they believe they have somebody in custody, um, like they've been caught red-handed, but you're still there to make sure that, like, hey, as the detective, this all lines up, and as you start searching this world and getting to talk to characters, you, I guess, begin to realize that, hey, maybe not everything here is as it seems. Um, it's a first-person game. It's uh, The art style is very strange uh sort of minimalistic but wacky um hyper colors and very bright colors um it's it's not really my type of game after playing it for a little bit right. uh i was so, sort of under the impression like when i was pitched it as an investigation game like solving this murder um I sort of thought about some of the other types of games that I've played, like puzzle games, where uh, I guess for me the one that sort of stands out is the Sherlock Holmes games. Um, this is not like that at all. It is, right. as far as I'm concerned, the stuff that I've played of this, it's it's a text adventure. Um, you are talking to people, gathering intel, uh, collecting items, and uh, I am sure that at some stage, from what I understand, there are aspects where you are... Uh, Putting these clues together and assessing what you've got and, and joining this evidence together and making some sort of conviction and like who who did it type thing like I guess there's not a uh, an obvious choice as to what the solution is you've kind of got to put all your clues together and figure out for yourself who did it uh, mm. but the hour and a half that I've played of it so far has literally just been a text adventure where I'm clicking text bubbles and talking to people and that's the entirety of the game occasionally you find stuff in the world that you're picking up but it's just random text and that sort of stuff um and it's not like i am uh asking questions that will uh i don't know you know like if you play a skyrim and you're given four choices of what you should say and when you pick one it sort of leads you down like it's a text tree it's nothing like that it seems to be like hey here's a bunch of things that you've found or people that you've talked to you can talk to this person about that and just click through each one as you go through and you're sort of just like checking them off a list being like all right let's talk to them about this thing that i found or this person that i spoke to uh and to me that is not i just don't find that interesting like i don't feel like i'm investigating anything i'm just clicking through things on a screen and working my way through everything and they're giving me information and i'm moving on to the next thing um and so i i yeah i did that for an hour and a half and i was like this is not the game i thought it was um i felt like i would have been like a game like the sherlock Holmes stuff where i feel like i'm a lot more engaged and i feel like i'm putting clues together and i'm doing all this stuff and i could still get it wrong um but also, it's not like I'm spending... It seems like you're going to spend the whole fucking game doing this one murder mystery. Um, whereas a game like Sherlock Holmes is like a bunch of different little mysteries that sort of interconnect with each other. And yeah. uh, 
you're always putting like clues together and it sort of starts off immediately and like you feel like you're, you're doing things at the get-go whereas this is like i've played an hour and a half and i don't feel like i've done anything i'm just talking to people at this stage um right. so i think it's just it's not for me um at all so i i refunded it because uh, yeah. i was not enjoying it like i felt like maybe it just wasn't the right time for me to check it out but i've tried for like two weeks now i'll jump in and i'll play like 20 minutes i'm like man this is just so i just i don't find it interesting at all yeah because yeah. it's it's just talking to people um right. i did one little puzzle element once which was matching funny little icons um on a screen and that was it otherwise i'm just talking to everyone i come across and running around and collecting little weird collectibles and, and that's it so i don't know uh, maybe i'm missing something but i just can't i couldn't get into it so i've, I've sort of given up on that one um it, it yeah not for me so that's paradise killer um maybe other people have enjoyed it maybe i'm i'm wrong yeah. but it's, it seems did like you have it a chance i've enjoyed it no it looks like a fucking point and click adventure game so uh yeah. why would i uh why would I subject myself to something I know I'm not going to enjoy? Janah? Hmm. Yep. Just not my sort anyway. of fucking game. Um, no. But I've heard from people who have played it that, like, even people who enjoyed it, their criticism was that it felt, like, sort of railroaded. So, yeah. Yep. Fair yep. enough. Hmm. All right, let's move on. We got. Sure. Uh, I thought we'd talk about some Loop Hero now that this oh, yeah. game is out. Yeah, um, it's out in the wilds. Everyone's playing it. I've played it a bit more this week. Uh, yeah, so I've I went and hunted down the secret boss. There are multiple secret bosses. What? Yeah. What? Okay, so Loop Hero, if you're not aware, <laughs> is a game where uh, is. is Sort of a deck builder, sort of an idle game, sort of a, an RPG, sort of a town builder, sort of a et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's sort of a loot game. Um, you know what it's not? An, uh, an idle clicker. Uh, an idle game. Uh, we literally on this podcast had the developers <laughs> on and they said the initial inspiration for it was Progress Quest, which is the initial, the first ever idle game. So... So, ipso facto, you're fucking wrong. Um, anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a very compelling game, very unique art style um, with a yeah great sense of what it wants to be. Good music that I constantly turn off because uh, <laughs> it alt tabs well now. It doesn't alt tab like shit anymore. Uh, so I can. I played a window, and, small and, screen. I do yeah. other things while I'm playing. Right, right. That's what I'm doing. But I can alt tab it now. So, um, and yeah, uh, we we played it for a while now. We talked to the developers, as I was saying. What what episode was that? Like five fifty? Uh, yeah, no. January. Um, uh, yeah, we were on this first. We we're definitely the first uh people on on this train. For sure, we we were the fucking loop hero <laughs> hipsters to the max, which is why he listened to us for the fucking straight dope on the cool shit that's coming. Um, but yeah, uh, Finlay and Blinch we had Blinch, on five. Yes, 
550. It was 550. Wow, what a fucking guess for me. Um, definitely worth checking out. Uh, if, if you... I don't know. It's, it's so hard to even pick what you might... What you would like if, like... If you like this, then you might like Loop Hero. It's so hard to pick. Because so different. Yeah. You, you, like, even when we talked to them and I... I asked them about their last game. Like their last game was, uh, is it Please Don't Touch Anything? I think was the name of it. Um, yep. Such a wildly different game to that. Like you can't even say, oh, if you like their last game, you'll yeah. enjoy this. It's like, no, it's like, yeah, I don't know what it's like. Uh, no, I can't, I can't, yeah. Put a finger on it. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's good though. And I enjoy it, and I uh, played it for another, I don't know, four hours this week. Now it's out. Yeah. Initially, it started to see if, like, what they changed, and then I went down a rabbit hole of trying to uh, do some other stuff. And, uh, yeah. Uh, there's, well, there's at least one secret was. Or, like, one secret boss fight that I found. Is that what you're fucking... Is that what you're quibbling over? Is it semantics or are there multiple secret boss fights? I think there are multiple secret boss fights. Have you um, done them? I haven't looked, like, I've not looked at anything in this game because that was one of the interesting things to me about, like, they don't really explain a lot of the um, intricacies of how combinations work in the game. You kind of just discover them for yourselves. And... Yep. Uh, and so when this game was going to hit the mainstream um, release, because we were playing it in uh, a demo mode, yeah. um, we like we don't have those resources. It's like playing Dark Souls or, or a From Software game when we're yeah. reviewing it and we don't have anything to go off. That's yeah. kind of like this game because it has those elements in there. And so now that people have it and it's out in the wild they're discovering all these weird little quirky things that the game does um, by making strange combinations and and that sort of stuff. And I still haven't gone down that hole of what people have discovered, but I have seen that there are, it looks like multiple bosses, like secret bosses, but I don't know how to get them. I, know, I think I know how to get one of them, um, but I don't, I don't know if that, I don't want to spoil it. Oh... <laughs> I mean, it's not easy to do, and you've got to play through a lot. We, I, I could, I feel comfortable saying the, the mechanic hmm. without describing the exact method. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the one that I found requires uh, you overlapping six uh, tile effects. Yep. And then it's not that. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah. all right, great. Um, okay, what, what this one seems harder than that. I think H just harder? by me thinking about it. Yeah. All right, harder to accomplish or harder? Because that's pretty. It's, it's challenging. It's not an easy thing to accomplish. Um, okay. Uh, give me a hint. You gotta give me a hint. Uh. I don't know. What, do I just tell you what it is? <laughs> no, just just see if you can dance around it. 
Do your best. See if I can dance around it. You're a podcaster of 12 years, okay? So, surely you've got the fucking the vocabulary to dance around this shit. Come on. <laughs> let's go. Uh, F- Frank Oz would be very proud. Uh... Uh, what you gotta? What? What? <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So. So. Yeah. Okay. I think I. I think I know. I think I know. So there's that. There's a. You've got these four special tiles, right? Like the okay. uh, the 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 arsenal one that gives you an extra item, and then there's. Yeah. Is it in, does it involve any of those? No. Okay, well, i got fucking no idea. i got no fucking idea <laughs> then. Um, I'm fucking... What the fuck? Okay, where, how, did you, how did you get from Frank Oz to four special tiles? Uh, because I mistakenly thought that um, Frank Oz... I, I, I didn't give you a hint on how to do it. I was giving you a hint on maybe what it is. Um... Right, I, I guess I figured that uh, mistakenly that Frank Oz made Labyrinth, but he made ah uh, okay the he, other movie he did. that's like Labyrinth. Although I, though that that special tile, I still haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. no, it isn't like doesn't they work together all the time? Like I wasn't that fucking far off. Holy shit! Frank Oz made Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. No wonder it's a fucking brilliant movie. Dirty Rotten. If you haven't watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, fucking watch. Watch Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. What a fucking movie. Yeah. The original, not not the remake. It was Jim Henson. One of them had David Bowie and the other one had fucking, I don't know, some dumb bird creature that gave me nightmares. Big bird. <laughs> big bird. <laughs> fucking big bird. Sexy um, <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, uh, yeah, okay, I think I understand now then, but I, that special tile, the, the labyrinth, I suppose, mm. uh, that I mistakenly linked, I still haven't worked out what the fuck that involves, so, yeah, I still haven't worked out what you do with that tile, so yeah, like, there's loads there is like so much going on in this game. Um, yeah. Uh, what's the the secret boss I found was ex- like extremely meta and quite humorous as well. Like they've got a fantastic sense of humor about them, uh, and yeah, it it plays through the game uh, quite often. But yeah, I um, yeah. I was very pleased to find that secret boss, and I, I guess now I I got to go back in and, and find some more. But it is a bit of a productivity killer because it's not an idle game, right? It's got idle game tendencies. Confirmed. They confirm this to us. Not an idle game. It's, it's got, stop pulling on it. They literally said it's it was the original genesis for the idea was an idle game. Damn it. Anyway. Um, so, it's got those tendencies, but it's not an mm. idle game. It is very active, and so it winds up being a mad productivity killer. Um, yeah, which is an issue. I'm fucking going crazy trying to think. Like, yeah, fuck. Now I'm fucking... You, you, won't, you won't get it. It's, it's so 
hard. I, I think it's even hard to do. How did you do it then, motherfucker? I didn't do it. I, I read about it. Oh. Right. Okay. Fair. I think it was on their, their uh, support page or their discussion page on Steam right. that I, I came across it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Anyway. Well, then. <clears throat> uh, anything else you want to add about Loop Hero? Um, I mean, it uh, sold really well, looks like. Yeah, my estimates put it at um, maybe half a million at this stage because they <clears throat> they didn't crack the top 10, but they got pretty close. They were in like 14, 15 uh, right. over the weekend. They're still in 14 or 15. Yeah. Uh, they peaked at uh, 51,000 players. Um over the last couple of days, they've been averaging about 45,000 players, which is awesome. Um, so that's nearly a week after it releasing. So I think they've done pretty well, man. Like, I'd, I'd say maybe maybe they're even getting close to a million units. Um, uh, 500 to a million. And uh, that's a small team. It's only like four or five people like we spoke to those guys and <laughs> they had multiple hats on like yep. i'm doing the audio and i'm doing some of the art and programming and all right yep. fair enough <laughs> yeah uh it, it is it is rad uh that the, 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 it's done this well because yeah i'm such a fan of, of it and it's such a creative fucking uh idea uh and it's it's it's, it's like just executed really well um yeah but uh i i i do wonder how many people will get into like i i don't know if they've i don't know did you ever get past the the farming thing because i remember that was your biggest gripe when you were first starting out i mean past the how grindy it sometimes felt I mean, it still feels pretty grindy, um, but I think that's the nature of the game at this this point. I th- I think that they have toned it down a little bit, um, but the things that I've read and the things that I've heard about in podcasts, people talking about this is that they they also feel it's pretty grindy. Um, but I, I think that because it is such a uh, like it's not a multiplayer game it's not a it's not a live service game like it's the kind of thing where you're going to play it once and get to the end and maybe like there's an end point um yeah and that's not to say you won't get a lot of time out of it like i've played 25 hours at this stage Mm. uh, and so i can understand the making a little bit grindy to lengthen the play time of it um but also i'm not finding it grindy like I'm still enjoying learning some of the different heroes that you can sort of unlock and um, upgrading a lot of different things and going back and trying to uh, try different tile layouts and different cards and that sort of stuff. So I don't know, man. Like, I don't feel like... I feel like I've unlocked all the things that I need to at this point. Um, So it's it's, I don't think it... It's like 15 to 20 hours to unlock most of that stuff, I think. Um, yeah yeah it feels fair enough to me at this point but i i could understand that it feels grindy at the start definitely does at the beginning when we were playing it yeah like getting the first initial stuff it just seems like you'd go in and then uh come out with nothing and that's kind of the way that you have to learn this game is that 
you got to understand when you need to leave and, and like don't just keep pushing it further and further um, yeah. because it is a roguelike style game yeah um, yeah it, it is that kind of game and, and yeah I, I reckon a lot of people are going to run into the wall of mm. attempt like pushing it too far but you do have to like I think I, I don't know I wonder if they make it obvious enough that you can bail sometimes. It, it is. You know what I saw that'll fix this? Um, there was a hack somebody put out on the discussion forum about, because um, I think I read this on the Reset Era thread saying, hey, I want a 4X button in the game to make it, because oh, yeah. you can speed up the time. Yep. Um, and somebody was like, hey, they figured out how to do that. You go into like the INI file and you can set the game speed. Um, and so you can actually change the game speed to to whatever you want, I guess. Um, right. I think there might be a couple of bugs in there in terms of how it's dishing out trophies and that sort of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that'll make it less grindy if you can speed up the game speed. Yeah. So let me check uh, that out. That'd be good. Uh, I do, yeah. The, the uh, two-time speed is definitely not fast enough for me. Yeah, no, not for me either. Um, all right, that is um, that's Loop Hero. It's out now on Steam. It's available on sale at the moment um, during their launch week, fifteen percent off. You can pick it up for about thirteen US. Uh, otherwise, it goes up to fifteen in the next twenty-four hours. So you might not get there in time, but it's still definitely worth worth the money. Um, you can support uh, indie developers who have done uh, some good stuff here. So there you go. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? Dead by Daylight. Did I leave this on here or was this you? This is you because you told me you were playing it the other day. I was playing it the other day. Uh, yeah, you talking oh. about it last week. Got me uh, got me thinking about it, playing it again, and uh, wound up giving it another run. Um, and yeah, just playing as uh, you were talking about playing as Pyramid Head. So oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, it just reminded me of the good times I had playing as Pyramid Head. <laughs> <laughs> yep jump back in did some pyramid head work uh, I still yeah I still really enjoy that game um, the only reason I put it down here is because uh, yeah I had uh, I had a game against a bunch of like a, a survive with friends team yeah who had like they hadn't like run circles around me um, but like they were they were, I don't know, like I'd, I'd hooked them all twice. And like, I, I think I've spoken at length about my way of playing the game and that I want everyone to survive for as long as possible and then fucking uh, kill them. I don't care about ranking up. Because that's how you get most points. Uh, but yeah, yeah, like it's built that it's built that way. So I don't hook people uh, three times right off the bat. I'll like hook them twice. And when I realize that I've, I've already downed them, uh, I will just fucking, I'll leave them slug and I'll go find someone else and I'll let them get back up the whole fucking bit. And these guys, they came in with fucking med kits, like all four of them had fucking med kits. They were fucking nonstop fucking healing each other back up to full and I would fucking put them down again. I had them all hooked twice. This game went for fucking ever and they finally got the last gen. They fucked up, right? Like, they're, they're fucking... Yeah, they'll be in dickwads. 
Uh, well, they weren't being dickwads eventually. They fucked up by leaving the three generators that are real close together yeah, as yeah. The, the last one, so I could just fucking bounce between them pretty quickly. The only reason yep. they got the last one is because of my insistence on getting two hooks on everyone before I fucking uh, finished anyone because I could have I could have fucking had them easy hmm. uh, anyway they finally get the last one up and uh, they get the door open uh, and they like they just sort of stood there and teabagged while they were going through and I'm like <laughs> yeah. why why didn't we have a good game like we finished that game I had like 40,000 fucking points uh, yeah. they all had fucking like 35,000 points like okay. No, they like everyone made out like fucking gangsters wow. on that. Like it was a fucking good game where everyone came off looking fucking good. Ah, like they. So they it wasn't a negative teabag then. It was a thank you, thank you teabag. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Um. Anyway, so I, uh, being vindictive, I uh, wrote their names down, <laughs> and I found one of them. I was playing longer and i found one of them in a game like i jumped on later after dinner jumped on and one of them was in the game and i immediately i ignored everyone else in the game and i hunted him down and i hooked him and i fucking face camped him and i will i still have the other fucking names written down too and if i fucking see him again i'm gonna fucking do it i'm gonna fucking face camp all of them love it fuck those pricks Absolute yeah. dickwads. That's what they get for teabagging, motherfuckers. We had a good game. I thought I was so I was so mad about it. But like that's like that was one game out of I, I don't know. Like well, it was technically two games, I suppose. Um, but like the other the other three people uh, in that that game with the the one dude who made the mistake of playing outside his survive with friends group, uh, they all seemed to have a good time as well. They didn't fucking teabag. Mm. I had to drop. Actually, after I face camped that dude that was on the saw map, which still gives me so much fucking trouble, but they goofed and uh, they they also fucked up with the you know the same mistake of leaving the three generators right next to one another, and they didn't split level. That saw level, one of the generators was in the room with the fucking the body from the movie. Like yeah, <laughs> there's only one way in that room. It was, yeah. and it, every time they went for it, it was fucking over. I could see it from fucking ages away. Like, there's this giant line of sight on it. Uh, yeah, that was, they fucked up on that one. Um, so I literally had to fucking drop the last person at the fucking hatch so they could get out because they had no fucking hope. They had absolutely no hope. And that was with me face camping one of, like, face camping the first person. They still got fucked. Uh, I, I don't think that. I don't think that map's very good, honestly. I just don't think it's a good map. Um, yeah. Uh, like, I don't like it, but I also I think it's just it's too much uh, of a nightmare to, like, navigate if as right. a new player. Like, the first time you play it and even the fucking tenth time you play it, you yeah. still got, like, very little idea of what the fuck you're supposed to do in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've got to find one of the two stairwells to get back upstairs. Cool. Mm. Uh, there's there's a pyramid head. 
standing three feet behind me, so uh, I don't really have time to whip the fucking map out to work out where the fucking stairs are. So I don't know what I'm going to do. And Pyramid yeah. Head especially is complicated because you, you fucking you get them through fucking walls all over the place. It's hairy. It's rough on on that shit. They think they're out of the. They think they've turned the corner and gotten out of the clear, but <laughs> surprise, motherfuckers. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, so that was one of the maps they buffed recently for survivors because uh, right. it was such a, a killer-focused map because of the um, it's two levels. And yeah. as a survivor, it can be hard to tell where the killer is if they're above you or yeah. on your same level. And so you would have instances where a survivor would run away, but there's no one there. Like, they're not getting chased. So um, yeah. that's when they buffed it a little bit, put a couple extra um pallets in there they they broke it when it first launched but it's fixed now um it takes some time to get used to that map the only hope they had was staying actually on the stairs because the the pyramid head swipe long distance swipe uh doesn't like it just stops when it has to shift levels so it won't go downstairs but if it collides with the side of the stairs as well it's over um, and so they were actually able to loop me pretty good around the stairs. I didn't mind. Uh, like, I didn't have a problem with them looping me on that ship because, like, they were down one person immediately. And uh, I knew as soon as they went downstairs, I literally let them get the top fuck. The, there was only one Jenny upstairs. I just let them have it immediately. I didn't give a fuck. Just saved me time getting looped on stairs. Um, but, yeah, I just think as a survivor, that, that's a really rough... The other thing I noticed is... Um, like lots of them were I think yeah I played yeah like seven games mm-hmm. and I think four 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 or five of those games had uh they burned something to make it super bright or something I don't know there was fuck all fog and it was bright as shit and I could see like I was on the the fucking uh Jason map and I can almost see from one end of the fucking map to the other right uh, no the Freddy map uh and yeah I could see fucking for fucking miles I'm like what is going on in this shit or it might be I don't know they changed the fucking lighting engine or some shit but it was fucking ridiculous man because I right. could see forever I'm like how fuck are you guys gonna get away with like from me and this shit and they were they were like fucking running through the streets and trying to fucking, you know, trying to loop and all this kind of shit. And I just didn't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm just, yeah, you'll get away from me now, but you're not going to get away for long. I'm just going to fucking find you. And find them, I did. Uh, but yeah, it's good times. Good right. times. Yeah, I'm not sure what they would have burned there. There is, there is a, um, there is a bottle you can burn, which is a, lessens the mist. Right. Um, but I don't know if that is for for a survivor. I think that's maybe just a killer. Well, maybe um, I was maybe I accidentally set it and then burned it like four times. Burned all four. Of yeah. Them if, <laughs> I think if you use an offering, it'll stay there unless you change it. I think I can't. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, Whoops. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I've been playing a bunch still too. I'm working my way through it. Uh, looks like New Killer might be in the next week or two. They might do one more test test run on it, but um, 
Yeah. All right. Cool. That's fun. How how'd you find the um the matchmaking? Like, what did you get matched at? Like level E level twenty or like where did it reset you to? I was ranked seventeen and I okay. was getting a lot of sub tens, but it didn't matter. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was smart enough to know. Yeah. Maybe it was smart enough to know. No, I mean actually, there's the survival with friend dickheads, they were all like rank fifteen. Yeah. The dudes who teabag, they were all rank fifteen. Wankers. There's but, been yeah, some theories every, going around that they've been testing the MMR every couple of days. Right. Like I'll just switch it on for a day uh-huh, secretly okay. and you get like you're like, Why are these games so sweaty? <laughs> yeah. Like and the next day you're just smashing people. Um yeah. so maybe that's yeah. what they're doing. Anyway, cool. Dead by Daylight, it's out, out now and everything. Check it out. It's awesome. Um, next up, we've got a, some new games. Uh, Marquette, which I played this last week. Um, it is a game available on the PlayStation Plus yep. for free. Um, I was going to buy this game, uh, but then I noticed it was out on that, so I was like, sweet, bonus. Um, <clears throat> it's a uh, first-person puzzle game, which... Uh, put you in this world that plays with perspective. Uh, if you have heard of the games we've talked about before, like um, uh, Fisherman's Tale, which is a VR game that played with perspective. Um, I think, yep. I feel like there's one other game that we've talked about before that did this sort of stuff. But basically, you're a, a character that is moving around this world, um, and there is like a little model in the middle of the center, and you can pick up objects and uh put them in the little model and they'll replicate in the world around you and make them larger uh for instance like there'll be a block uh, a little square block that you can pick up in your world uh and move it physically in this little model and then this this giant block will pop around behind you Uh, so it's replicating what you see in this little model in your world and then even off in the distance behind that you can like see in the outskirts like another one uh, and it just kind of re- goes and goes and goes off the distance and so uh, a fisherman's tale uh played with that a little bit and i can't think of the other game but i thought we we've talked about a game like that before as well where um, yeah i'm not sure it does ring a bell I, it's, um, it's not dawning on me it, I, I definitely think there is another game where it plays with like perspective maybe we yeah, haven't yeah, yeah. played it but there's a game like that um I think Superliminal was a game that I never got around to, which played with perspective right. a little bit. Uh, and maybe that does this sort of thing. But anyway, um, uh, that, that's basically the premise of this game is you're, uh, you're interacting with these little models and uh, trying to solve puzzles around you by making things larger or smaller um, or finding objects in the world in order to, to, to get through a certain area. And so um, that's basically the puzzle mechanic of it. And then surrounding that is this story uh, which is focused on... It's basically like a love story or or a story focused on uh, a relationship between two people um, who meet in like a coffee shop in San Francisco uh, and it takes place over a number of years and the things that you sort of see in this world are... um, loosely tied to the their lives and and that sort of stuff like they'll talk about going to a fair and at one stage you're in like a 
you'll see a ferris wheel and, and little um stall set up where like a circus type uh get up and and like i guess none of that stuff is interactable it's just kind of set dressing that is there to look at and uh explore and yeah. then um but while you're doing the exploration there is this like text base um uh sort of sprawled up on certain parts of the wall or parts of the environment that you can read and and then you'll get into other areas where the two characters are interacting with each other you you hear audio between the two um and, and the actual acting between these two characters is is fantastic like it's it's so well done um and it wasn't until i finished playing it that i i i, I saw the names of the character the actors and i was like oh okay fair enough um because uh, uh, bryce dallas howard is is the main uh character in the game uh, oh, i think okay. she does an outstanding job of of you know these relationships and her husband is the male character and so it's it plays really well you know it's trying to sell this love story and you buy that these two people are um together and they well they are in real life so um yeah the actual gameplay um the puzzle elements like it's pretty brutal in terms of it doesn't hold your hand it starts off quite early on in giving you the basics of how to how this world works and the rules of how a lot of these interactions work like when you put this object in the smaller world it gets bigger behind you but you can also take objects and make them smaller by like you've got to you've got to try and figure out the right size to solve the puzzle or things like that so it kind of gives you an idea of um you know how this the interactions work in this world but then as the game progresses it really doesn't um do that much at all continuing like it starts off in a basic premise and then it's like that's it now you figure it out for yourself and so uh there were a couple occasions where i felt a bit stumped um and i guess that's just because they i was kind of expecting the game to be like hey this is how you do the next part like we'll give you an introduction of of um the next uh mechanic of how this rule works or like another a layer on top of it but it kind of just wants you to figure it out for yourself um so i kind of appreciate that it's a little bit harder uh to solve than most uh, puzzle games especially given its aesthetic um because it is a uh it reminds me a lot of like the witness or these um like that sort of style or look to it uh, a cartoony slash um, bit a bit more minimal type art style to it, and so when it kind of throws you these puzzle mechanics that are a little bit harder and they want you to think about it, that's where I'm like, okay, uh, this is the type of game that you're trying to be, as opposed to a um, we're going to hold your hand the entire way, and you're just going to feel really smart about it once you figure it out. <clears throat> um, especially towards the end then it throws some puzzles at you i'm like fuck that looks <laughs> like that took some some uh messing around with like you've really got to think about what the game is trying to get you to do and then how right. to solve that sort of stuff uh, and i can find uh, uh, like guides are absolutely going to be uh required for a lot of people i feel like in this game yeah. just because of the some of the out out of the box sort of thinking that you've got to put into it um it uh it really doesn't uh 
give you any hints to like how you get from point A to point B. It's just like met a lot of messing around and weird quirky things that'll just like once you do it, you're like that's obvious. Like that is okay. So, so it, it does it like adheres to their own to its own <clears throat> internal logic, right? It's not like you're messing around and there are quirks of the game engine or some shit that you need to exploit. It's not like no no like like you'll 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 kind of mess around with the things that it's doing and then you it'll click you'll be like oh that's weird that interaction works in a way that i didn't think it would but it does um and then you start learning those interactions because it doesn't like the game doesn't tell you it's just a matter of goofing around with it and eventually like oh that is actually a thing that works like that's interesting um for instance like one of the very first puzzles and i'll just spoil this off the bat is like this giant block that you've got right and you're moving it in between um these two worlds and and i'm 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 trying to get from one uh from where i am to another area of the map there's a gap between them and i need to build a bridge and so i'm using this block that i've got that's been there for a while and i'm trying to make the block bigger but it gets to a stage where when i put it in this gap it's still not high enough and so i i even if i jump onto it and try and jump to the next area like that bridge part i'm still i'm not making it like it needs to be bigger but also once i get it to a certain size i can't pick it up anymore like and i can't put it back into the little model and make it bigger in my world because it's too large at this stage and so i was racking my head around this for so long and uh when i got into the uh this next area that i needed to i got there via a key and so what i needed to do was i needed to get the key back out of the door put it in the model make it bigger grab the key put it back in the model again make it bigger and then i used the key as a bridge to then put it on there right and so i was so focused on putting trying to get this block that i didn't think about well what if i go pick the key up again out of the door and try and make it bigger and, and that eventually um like it, it, at no stage was it like hey maybe you should try the key um that's in the door yeah. that you just opened like that sort of thing um and there are a couple of weird other things towards the end where it's like um it wants you to do some stuff and and, and uh you've kind of just got to explore a little bit and so i think the main focus here is that it, it's not it doesn't point you it doesn't fucking flash a, a light being like hey this is how you need to solve this thing it really wants you to sit down and think about it and um and and explore and mess around with the physics of the game and how they the interactions with all these things work um but if you're the type of person that doesn't want to do that there's pretty helpful guides out there that'll point you in the right direction so um right that's cool uh, a couple technical issues of the game. I think there are certain areas where it doesn't run too great. Um, I was playing on PlayStation Five, which is unfortunate. Um, I was playing on PlayStation, so I've, I haven't played all that much of it. Uh, mm. I, I don't know. I was I was expecting. I don't know. I was expecting a Fisherman's Tale, and I didn't feel it was anywhere near as charming. So, yeah, uh, I sort of bounced off it quite quickly, uh, and. I, I I don't know. I just don't like the fucking text on a wall, as a as a div- narrative device type thing. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. There's that fucking long sequence where you're At walking start, through. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, none of the rest of the game is like that. It was dropping frames in that section. I'm like, was it? What the? F- this is on PlayStation Five. This is. This game should not be dropping frames fucking anywhere on PlayStation Five. I do not understand what is going on here. Um, yeah, I was surprised at mm. the performance issues I was having in that game. I mean, there, there not I, I. That's weird. Um, I, I didn't notice that that part of the game. There was a maybe one or two sections in the game that I did notice pretty badly. Um, it does have a options or a settings menu where you can turn down the texture resolution. Um, and I don't know if that'll fix it because I, again, like it wasn't a huge problem for me, but it did, uh, I did notice it a couple of times. Um, right. The other things that kind of happened were uh, I, I did break a puzzle or two like once or twice and uh, <laughs> just like putting objects where they shouldn't go because right. I'm like testing things and I mean like, oh, fuck, that is a, uh, that's not what I was supposed to do. And now I'm stuck. Um, right. And the first time I was like, uh, all right, what do I do now? All right, there's a restart button. And it restarted me the um, entire, uh, the, the, the puzzle sections are broken up into little areas. And it restarted the entire section again. It wasn't a, like I knew what I needed to do, but I'd lost like tw- 30 minutes of progress. Um but because I knew what to do, I got back to where I was in like three minutes. Like I knew the solution. Um, but there actually is a save function in the game that saves it after certain points in the game. So um, once I figured that out, it wasn't a huge issue when I ran into these technical issues because I was just like, oh, I'll just load my save file um, and go back to 20 seconds ago when it last saved. So uh, there are, there are, it is a little bit buggy. Like it doesn't feel as right. polished as what I'd, like it to be especially for a puzzle yeah. game where it wants you to try things and me being able to break the puzzle by putting the thing that it wants me to use in a place where i shouldn't have put it um it, it sucks a bit <clears throat> um the yeah. other thing i really like about it is uh combined with the story and the way it dishes out all this stuff is the soundtrack i think the soundtrack's awesome like it's just got a really neat um uh, yeah, soundtrack or, or like the the music that it's using in the game is is really cool. So uh, anyway, it's it's a fine game. It's all right. It's you know it's okay. <laughs> there's there's definitely better puzzle games out there if you want to try them. Uh, like I I go to stuff like the room or things like that um, or the witness. But uh, I, I enjoyed my time with it. I just didn't think it was any uh, anything that blew me away uh like there are aspects of it that i thought were really cool and um you know the 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 story that sort of overlaps what is happening around you uh goes to some interesting places but i don't think it like it's nothing that will shock you or um there's no twist or anything like that it kind of just plays out and uh you kind of expect it to go in one or two directions right and uh it does. It goes in one of those two directions. I think it's right, just yeah. it's told very well. So there you go. That's called Marquette. Um, did you want to add anything else to it from what you've played? Uh, no, you, you have been pretty comprehensive. Um, you've gotten way deeper into it than I did. I just, yeah, I was like noticing the fucking frame dropping and my, I'm like reading text on walls. I'm like, I don't want to play this game. Um, but I might <laughs> give it a another shot 
If it's if like, I want to yeah, read five thousand words, I'll go read one of my articles. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, nothing else. Um, but yeah, I, I'll give it a. I'll give it another run. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Have a look. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, that was Marquette. I didn't write the time, the time down. Um, as I said, it's available on uh, PlayStation Plus if you've got the subscription uh, services. It's M-A-Q-U-E-T-T-E. Um, it's also available on uh, on Steam, Steam, I believe. Yeah. Yes, for 20 bucks US. Right. There you go. A couple more games cool. here. Or do you want to take a break? Yeah. What do you want to do? Still... Let's do Hell Let Loose. Uh, I've been playing fucking loads of this. Uh, Actually tied to the next game we're going to talk about, but uh, Hell Let Loose is a World War II, uh, I don't know, realistic shooter. Hmm. uh, A la Squad. Uh, It it falls in the, uh, you know, the project reality uh, subgenre of shooters for me, the the sort where you know like one shot kills or can mostly kill. Um, people like people have to fulfill these uh, obscure oblique roles to uh, create the scenarios required that are generally just like just done by other games, like the ability to spawn requires you know supply lines and supply chains and the actual placement of like spawn points and stuff like that Mm. um all that kind of stuff and you've got uh it's it's a game made of like squads um where the squad leaders convey orders to the regular players and there's a commander unit that conveys orders to the squad leaders and there's a lot of like communication is is essential. They heartily recommend having a microphone, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it ta- like it takes a lot of inspiration from um, <clears throat> obviously like the early Battlefield games with having commanders and yeah. uh, armor and uh, like going before that like Operation Flashpoint, like those Bohemian yeah. style games where it's very tactical and uh, and like hardcore and. Uh, squad based and being, being very like careful about you know it taking you 10 minutes to move to a point and you could get shot and like yeah. have to go back to the start again yeah where, where, whereas battlefield has kind of gone a little bit more arcadey arcadey yeah yeah faster paced yeah uh, and this is this is quite slow paced like i remember like last night we were playing and uh we were making this last ditch push into a cat point because uh, it is still sort of like it is still quite reminiscent you know project reality if you're not familiar was a mod for battlefield 2 that basically turned battlefield 2 into this like into basically the game i just described uh this insane hyper realistic in air quotes uh military simulator that uh involved yeah dying to one bullet and medic rolls doing all these extra things having to syringe you and bandage you just to get you back up and um all this kind of stuff uh we were pushing into the point uh which is you know it's basically conquest right it's basically battlefield style conquest but we're pushing in on this point 
we were 300 meters out and i remember it was i i noted this because we only had three minutes left and we were 300 meters away and i mm. wasn't worried about being shot before we arrived i was worried about not moving fast enough to make the like to cover the ground required because you don't move fast right like you you even at full sprints uh you're moving like a dude carrying a bunch of fucking war gear and so yeah you don't really move all that fast and it takes a little bit of time to get anywhere which complicates things that's like some old school uh like PUBG calculations where we used to know how fast you could run and then you'd look at how many squares away you were from the circle and then how long until the circle yeah. retracted and being like, all right, we've got to go at 25 seconds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we did make it into the point. Um, and we got a bunch of kills, but we did not. We were just shy. We were just mm. shy of capping it. I, uh, they literally, the enemy spawned in uh, on the point and k- killed that attempt right at the last moment uh which was gutting uh we were right there but um yeah it's uh hell out loose it's a good game i i think it's good there's definitely room for improvement in a bunch of different ways but it's a mm. really good execution of, of an idea um which is you know the the project reality but in world war Two type thing or squad in world war Two, whatever you want to however you want to define the basic elements um and yeah we have been having some fucking good times playing it uh we've had like a decent we could almost get i think we could get a full squad going um uh, but as, as a base we've had uh heath uh dr e3 gray squirrel me nate and frisco have all been playing together uh and yeah, it's just been fucking fun, man. The fucking juice of it is that idea that you're just trying to get some shit done. And like the, that moment-to-moment gameplay is so much more impactful because of how complex doing anything is. Uh, and so you wind up in these situations. I've got... Um, I got some footage of when uh, I think Drew's first game uh, and we were like just we just held this one point like mm. games go like a single map can go for like an hour and a half right uh, it goes for fucking ages and we literally held this one trench a trench not even like not even a fucking grid square or fucking a portion of a grid square this trench for fucking 25 minutes and it was hairy as fuck and thrilling every single fucking minute of it even even when you're sitting there like waiting and it can like it will drag on for like 10 seconds 20 seconds a minute two minutes but the entire time you're fucking locked in everything around you is going on it's like explosions gunfire machine gun fire you hear the rumble of a tank maybe uh and you're just like waiting waiting for whatever is about to happen to happen and uh yeah 
it, it all culminated in it has to have been I have to believe I wasn't squad lead so I wasn't privy to what the fucking commander was doing on our team but I have to believe that the other team called in a artillery barrage of uh, smoke that basically blanketed our world in this thick white smoke and you could not fucking see a thing and that was when the enemy decided to fucking push and that was like the entire time was fucking tense as shit it was like the entire time it was like if you were in PUBG and you'd found the house in the center of the circle and you were just fighting off teams mm. and then this last push was the final circle had gone down on this house everyone wanted it in on this trench and like the three of us were holding it against fucking everything that came at it and yeah it just went like i used i wound up fucking running i was medic on the german side uh and i ran up well wound up running out of fucking ammo for my car 98 which is a single like in other games the car 98 is a fucking sniper rifle and in this game the only fucking main weapon the medic can pick up is a fucking car 98 uh and I'm not doing fuck. I'm not sniping shit. I'm not fucking doing anything. I'm not trying to fight anyone beyond fucking 20 meters. I'm trying to get people fucking back up, uh, like, into the fucking game and stuff. Uh, I'm just trying to fucking revive people. But I ran out of fucking ammo on my car 98. And uh, I was down to my fucking pistol. And I'm like fucking swapping between getting my fucking getting Nate and, and Drew back up and the other teammates had squished into this fucking trench like getting them back up under fucking fire getting up and shooting my fucking pistol down the fucking trench like non-stop fucking hairy shit and then you take a step back and you're like oh yeah I spent 25 minutes lying in a fucking trench and that was probably the most thrilling thing that has happened in a video game in a long time for me. Mm -hmm. It's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, just fucking phenomenal shit. That's barely, that barely scratches the surface of the shit we got up to. Me and Nate fucking, uh, when it was just the two of us, there's, there's different squad types. There's three different squad types. You can be a regular rifleman squad. You can be an armor squad. They can drive tanks. Or you can be a recon squad. Me and Nate went in a recon squad. I was the spotter and he was the uh, sniper. And uh, we made this fucking daring looping push and uh, started back capping, uh, which is some old school battlefield shit. Like way back in the day, we used to, uh, when you play Battlefield 2, you'd like sneak all the way into the fucking back line, find their commander, blap that motherfucker and start dismantling all this shit while back capping. And it would force the entire enemy team to like split off and they'd have to come and defend their fucking point. And that's what we basically did. It didn't last as long as I would have hoped because they fucking happened to have a fucking tank rolling up from the back lines, like just a couple of minutes uh afterwards and so um uh, nate got fucking clapped through a fucking window by the tank and just shot through the window um i had to bandage uh but i didn't die and i managed to like i was at the top of these stairs and they started fucking pegging grenades into this fucking building <laughs> and i'm like 
waiting at the top of these stairs while everything's fucking exploding behind me and then they made their big push in and I fucking cut down four of them but the <laughs> fifth one managed to get me and I'm like oh well oh well it was a good effort um that was fucking epic like the it, it it reminds me a lot of what I like in games the one of the things that I like about games is is the ability to, to like these these stories these you know, he tell yarns, right? He share these fucking yarns, mm. these these stories about fucking the stuff that happened. And the best thing about, I, I don't know, I just gravitate towards these games where so much of the time I'm cutting out all the boring shit because <laughs> getting to that fucking point was it required about fucking eighteen minutes of fucking running through open fields. And then, like, ducking and waiting, making sure we weren't going to die and, like, scoping out, seeing if we could make the next run across the next open field. And then uh, we did get shot at one point, so we had, like, got reset to where we put our spawn point. So, like, maybe maybe it was maybe it was a 15-minute run, but we got, a, like, a three-minute reset on this fucking getting shot. We killed that dude. Skip that stuff, right? Skip all the boring shit. Get to the point where we made this big fucking heroic backcap run to try to get in and save our team and split the fucking offense of the enemy. And uh, it very fucking nearly worked. I mean, it did succeed in staving off their offense. Uh, it did split their fucking offense, uh, which was successful, but we didn't, we didn't win the game uh, because... Yeah, they just had far more coordination from the outset um, as a team. But yeah, like you just, just epic stories that wind up mm. you wind up getting to tell that uh, I'm just a huge fan of. Um, that and uh, yeah, like we're fighting. Like one person, we found that one of us has to go squad leader, right? Uh, so that we can all be in the same squad because otherwise you can't control it. Only the squad leader gets to decide who's in a squad or not. Mm-hmm. And so me and Nate have been trading that role and last night we made Drew do it. Um, and it's it's nice. It's nice that someone else got a taste of the fucking nightmare that is squad. My biggest complaint with Hell Let Loose is that there needs to be a button to mute every single fucking other squad leader so that you can only hear your team and your commander because the amount of times I've been squad leader and like my squad my squad like members will be asking a question they'll be like oh can we get a can we get an outpost outpost uh, spawn points can we get an outpost or what are we doing squaddy or do, should we fall back squaddy or do you want me to go support or something like that and I just won't hear them because every other, like all the other squad leaders, will be fucking yapping. They just, they just talk nonstop. When I like, I'm like, my my communications to the commander are, Roger, Roger, or, uh, tank, on my exact. And that is basically it. That is basically all I ever fucking say to the commander. Um, maybe I think one time I nominated our squad to defend and that was it um otherwise yeah we do whatever the commander says and i inform the fucking i inform the commander of uh enemies and that is fucking it 
But these cunts are fucking yapping non-stop. They'll be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you what I got up to last night. And I'm like, well, you can't shut the fuck up. Please shut the fuck up. I'm attempting to, like, I'm attempting to fucking commit war crimes over here, okay? I, just, I fucking down some dude. I'm going to walk up to him and empty a fucking pistol into him to make sure he knows that I fucking ended him, okay? I can't do that while you guys are yapping in my fucking ears. It's very distracting, Okay, I got my squad mates getting, uh, squad, yeah, squad members getting fucking upset because I'm not listening to them because I can't fucking hear them over you cunts, right? Just fucking <laughs> shut the fuck up or at least just let me mute every other squad leader. I, I don't, I just don't, I don't want to hear them. They've got nothing interesting to say. I've never, as in all my time, and it's not that much time, uh, I think I've got fucking, I don't know, 15 hours in the game. But in all my time, uh, I have 11 hours, which just can't be correct. But anyway, uh, in all my time playing fucking Hell of Loose, I've never heard another squad member, uh, squad leader, say anything of any worth uh, in the squad chat. Never. Uh, nothing that couldn't be conveyed to me by the commander anyway. Uh, yeah, it's just annoying as shit. It's, my, it's probably my second biggest gripe. My biggest gripe is that there appears to be some discrepancy between mm. what I can see through... Uh, remember DayZ? Remember back in the DayZ when uh, grass wouldn't render in or you could in change some any file settings and grass wouldn't render in the same for some people? Right. I have the strongest suspicion that this is happening in Hell at Loose because uh, I am getting fucking blapped. Uh, through grass way more often than I should be uh, and and it's driving bananas hmm. I'm not a fan of that shit because I mean it just didn't happen and and when you apply like sometimes when you're like when you respawn if you respawn on the other side of the map from where you were uh, all of the grass textures will slowly render in and you can see it happening which is yeah obviously just not good um so yeah, that's probably my biggest gripe. My second biggest gripe is yeah, other squad leaders never shut the fuck up, and uh, yeah, otherwise I don't really have many gripes. Uh, the game gets a little dull when you are uh, when you have fewer than fifty people in a server, mm -hmm. um, and I think I don't know. Like it feels like some of the maps should be or are big enough that they should be accommodating far more than 100, which is the max. They feel like maps that are sized well for like 150 people, but they're down to 100. And so, yeah, there are some circumstances where it even feels like there's, there's too much not going enough on. people. No, there's not enough going on with 100 people in the server, which is oh, fucking right. crazy, right? Like... uh absolutely absolutely there are moments when it feels like there's way too much going on but uh yeah there are some moments where you're like this map's too big for this many people this is ridiculous um mm. and yeah i'm not a huge fan of the layout of some of the like the way they do the conquest thing um they do sort of uh front line back and forth um but they cram the the cap points to one side of the map and I just find that uh, to be I don't know I, I I don't think I understand the game well enough yet 
to necessarily it's bad design, but I do not, from the outset, agree with it because it sort of renders 60% of the fucking map as useless. Um, like, just pointless. You, it's only, you only go out there to go trying to find uh, the enemy team's resources, and that is just an exercise in unbelievable dullness. And what else? Uh, oh, yeah. Anyone who plays artillery can go fuck themselves forever. It is such an unsatisfying way to die <laughs> to just explode out of nowhere. Um, it's like the the sound is very, you know, tension building. And right. uh, But, yeah, when they've got an area dialed in, it's just fucking... It's just shit. Uh, in a game where it takes 30 seconds to respawn, dying to a random explosion out of nowhere is fucking... It, it's the fucking PUBG red zone. Yeah. Um, and I guess the ex- explanation is the same. You know, uh, only bad players die to the red zone. Only bad players die to the artillery. I don't fucking care. Um, it shouldn't exist. Uh, in either game. <laughs> it's just dull. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I fucking love it, man. Um, I've been having so much fucking fun with it. And yeah, keen to to keep playing it one thing i noticed uh and i made a video about it and you can watch it on my youtube channel or read the scripts on the gapodcast.com is uh that we were fighting over who got to be the medic Hmm. and i find it so interesting but i think i broke down why why we were fighting over it uh and i break it down in the video but the the because you get more points is no, it's well, you don't even play for points. No, it's I think it's because you get more information. You've got more information off the bat. The way both Nate and I play medic, uh, we like because you you've got like a the heads up display shows you when people are damaged or dead, and if they just blink out, that means they're not just dead. They're like obliterated, and it gives you so much fucking information that you can't see when you're just a regular rifleman that you mm. just don't have. And so you wind up in this situation where you're like learning, more, like learning the game faster because you've got so much more information than you would if you didn't have that. You can get that information by playing squad lead, but then you've got to listen to every motherfucker on the squad lead chat. So that's the, the immediate drawback. Um, but yeah, that's the, the short version of uh, right. why why I like playing Medic. But yeah, watch that video on my YouTube or, or read the script on the com. And yeah, otherwise, yeah, really enjoying Hell That Loose. Um, probably keep playing. We might check out some Squad. Uh, the difference, I think the key difference between Squad and Hell That Loose will be that Squad, everyone's got automatic rifles, which I think will be quite a large difference because most people... Almost everyone in Hell Let Loose has a bolt action. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, significantly lowers uh, or dramatically increases, rather, the effective time to kill, if not the actual time to kill. Right. But, yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, so that's in early access now. Is it? Does it run good? Like, how's it sort of perform? I think it runs well. Uh, I've had some crashes, but I think it's my computer because I've had crashes in fucking everything and I'm not getting any fucking... I look in the event viewer and it doesn't tell me shit. Mm. So uh, I can't really tell and I'm not getting like error messages. It's just fucking... They just 
games hang. And I can't work out why it's happening, and it's showing me fucking bananas. Um, I think my guess is I've got to, I've got to have like Firefox has to be dead, has to be killed on my computer. You use Firefox? I do. I've switched to Firefox. What are you using? Chrome. What a chump! <clears throat> Chrome's for chumps, mate. Firefox <laughs> is the fucking is the real shit. Uh, um, Netscape Navigator. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the real shit. Internet Explorer <laughs> Five. Well, I've never upgraded. I refuse to. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I'm gonna have my browser closed. Otherwise, I think that might be doing it, but I. Uh, I can't be sure. That's yeah. my best guess because I did it last night and the game didn't crash. So maybe that worked, but I don't know. Yeah, cool. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Forty two ninety five feels pretty expensive, to be honest. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, it is what it is. It costs what it costs. Keen to check out some squad again as well. And that's about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've been hesitant to jump in. Um, mainly yep. because the stuff that I've seen from it a while back when I was watching it on, on uh, Twitch and that sort of stuff is that it is very large-scale battles. Um, and like you yep. talked about being a bit more slow-paced and like it needs those 100 or even 150 players. But every time I've seen you guys playing, especially during reasonable hours for me, like... Those games you were playing the other day was like 20 people in there. Um, I just right. don't think yeah. they've got the, the player base at this stage. Um, well, actually, we were playing in the 20-player server because the, there was a... The 100-player server was full. Yeah. Uh, so we are in the overflow server. They do have enough for a full server, and we could have just sat there and waited, waited. in the yeah. queue. Um, but, yeah, we opted to just play in the empty server instead. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it seems like when it peaks up for you guys, it's like that's bedtime for me. It's like two o'clock in the morning, yeah. one o'clock in the yeah. morning. <laughs> it's I don't know. And I, I wonder because it's almost all balties. I wonder if you'd have a really fucking rough time with the lag as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Because yeah, generally in, in the games where the player count ratchets up, the uh, the hit detection or the lag compensation tends to lower a little bit so mm. yeah i don't know maybe maybe i'll see <laughs> I, I do have some money sitting in my steam wallet now that i've got a, re- a bunch of refunds <laughs> from destiny and and uh and paradise killer so hey i've been looking for something to play um yep. all right anyway that's uh hell let loose it's available on early access now on steam um if you're into uh first person world war is it world war one two two world <coughs> war two shooters there you go um but this was all um come about i guess because of day z we've been playing day z a little bit of that the uh, friendly gentleman bandit man has returned and uh how did you left again. find going through that <laughs> That uh, that road of return. How was your bandit experience? Is it the same? Is it better? Is it is it worse? Like what is what is going on in the world of the friendly gentleman bandit man? Now that you've you hit a million views on that YouTube yet, I think you're nah, close, nah, right? Still haven't still haven't hit a million. 
like I was saying last week, for every person who listens to this podcast, mm. just watched the video a thousand times, we'd hit a million. So just go and do that. Right. Uh, um, just go watch it a million times. Why stop at a thousand? You're already watching it a thousand times. You might as well continue to watch it a million <laughs> times. Um, anyway. Uh, so we, we yeah. actually, we started playing, was it after the last week's podcast? We jumped in. Yeah, like, we did. Yeah. For a couple hours. And uh, we were playing on official servers. What a fucking crotch punch that was. We fucking, we just died. We just fucking died. We're dying constantly from all kinds of things, but mostly fucking either disease or hunger. Starvation. Right? Yeah, starvation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just, you load in, you run around for a bit, and then you And you're immediately die. dying. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, this is, I literally said that this was going to be a problem. I literally said they were going to have a problem with this. Way back in the day, uh, when they announced that they were implementing single player for DayZ, which I don't think they ever wound up doing, but I said back then that it indicates that they are, they are trending in the wrong direction. Right, because Daisy is a game about social interactions, uh, not survival. But what they were doing was implementing a bunch of features that would would like really ramp up the survival aspect mm-hmm. of the game. They would make the survival aspect robust and complex, and require a significant amount of knowledge for players, and in some ways, it could result in more player interactions because you would have more, like, more reason to interact with players. If you, oh yeah, I need, I need antibiotics. Oh, not that antibiotics. I need different antibiotics. But in other ways, it would wind up, and this is what I said was going to happen. It would wind up in a situation where, for players to feel the effects, they would uh, increase the rate at which you felt uh, like at, at which those things occurred mm-hmm. uh, which the the requirement for the survival elements uh, was needed and so you wind up in this situation where you're playing some fucking zombie game and you wake up uh, on a fucking on the on coast of some fucking yeah <laughs> eastern European nation and evidently you haven't eaten in 17 fucking weeks when you just when you wake up you just wake up already hungry uh already freezing to death uh because you decided to go for your fucking your big swim to zombie land uh wearing your thinnest fucking t-shirt and oh by the way you're thirsty and you've got some sort of fucking you got ibs or something because if you drink anything but the purest of fucking crystal water from the springs of Fiji you get deathly sick and start to fucking die yeah and so that's that's basically it you like you wind up in this situation where like despite the human body what, what, what's the rule like it's, is, is it the rule of threes the survival rule of threes let me have a fucking look survival rule rule of three uh yeah, you can survive for three minutes without air. Uh, 
You can survive for three hours without shelter in a blizzard. You can survive for three days without water, provided you have shelter uh, and oxygen. And you can survive for three weeks without food. In DayZ, you can survive about three minutes without fucking any of those things. And then you start to dramatically die. Uh, you die at, a, like... Like, honestly, the rate at which we were dying uh, and the amount of time we spent playing the game... Uh, yeah, I would say you've got about 15 minutes. 15 minutes before you're hungry enough to just literally give up on life. And that is fucking idiotic. It's so dumb. Your guy needs to eat at least four times a fucking day cycle in day Z at this point, which is just so divorced from reality, mm. which is idiotic in a game where you, like, go hunt a hospital for tetracycline so that you could solve your fucking, your bacterial infection. And it's like, oh, well, it's got to be realistic. Oh, it's a zombie game, but it's based in realism. Oh, by the way, you'll perish if you don't eat 18 fucking apples every fucking 15 fucking minutes. Like, it's just dumb. It's so fucking dumb. And mm. it drives me bananas. And yeah, the fucking cold thing. Holy shit. The rate at which you get... Oh, you're too cold to live. That's it. You're done. Like... So you like if it's day, like it's got a day-night cycle. If it's night now in day Z, right? Your best bet is to close all the doors and hide in a in a fucking windowless room so that you can avoid the fucking nighttime air because otherwise you'll just die of cold. But better still is if you're if you don't keep moving and you're not wearing more than a fucking t-shirt in Chernus, then you'll also die of cold uh, just during the daytime. You just also you're definitely gonna die at night. You might die at night hold up in a in a fucking closed room, but you you might die during the day as well from cold. Just just cause it's just cold, <laughs> mate. It's just fucking cold. You're cold all the time. That's and also you can't stupid. see because it's pitch black. <laughs> yeah. There's there's no way you can see anything. So you can't get any food either. Because you can't yeah. you can't see. <laughs> Every server we played on had bugged zo- zombies. Uh, zombies is still the least interesting aspect of DayZ. They, you should literally be able to hit, like, hit them once and they should die. Uh, every single server we went on, we encountered zombies that required uh, more than 40 hits to kill. Uh, most of the time we just gave up once we realized it was bugged and then we would run away. Um, my experience, I, my guess is if a zombie has uh, glasses, skin... Uh, it was going to be bugged. That was my guess. Because uh, mm. that was the trend I noticed. But it may have just been a coincidence. Doesn't matter. Uh, it just, just a reminder that Daisy is still bugged. They, uh, they don't have their sight anymore, but they have super strength. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be stopped. Yeah. Uh, the glasses of armor. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Still bugged. Uh, you're going to... Yeah, servers. Yeah, like it's it's. You've got two choices. You either play ultimate fucking Bear Girls Adventure, where you'll like you'll have to drink your own piss to survive, like fourteen times a day, uh, and even then you'll probably still die. Which is uh, an official or, server. <laughs> yeah, that's the official server. Or you play the uh, the other version, the one SK game, which is. There's two two kinds of like servers that are populated. There's the uh, yeah, there's the official one which is ultra hardcore and 
dull as shit and if you don't have people running to the coast people who I don't know had their their players since before the beginning of time Mm. uh, who started somehow lucked their way into enough warm clothes and food to actually live through anything um, they'll come and bring you stuff and the entire game is some sort of fucking camping simulator where you just fucking you go out into the woods and chop down trees and like I looked it up right I wanted to give this game the fucking benefit of the doubt and so I went and looked up how the fuck are you supposed to survive more than 40 minutes do you know what I've been doing Daisy. What's that? I've been watching streamers the last like three nights. Right. <laughs> yeah. To try and get some info on what we were doing wrong. And what, what, what did you learn? Did you learn what did anything? you discover? So I, I've been watching oh, I, this. I discovered you're supposed to, uh, what, what was it? Uh, you, you find apples. Oh, you walk, walk along the railway track to find a rock. Mm-hmm. That'll make, that will allow you to make a stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can uh, find apples and then you can kill uh, animals, and you can harvest their meat, and then you can cook that if you find uh, flint, and you can save and the the, the fat, because the when you skin an animal, it's not just fucking one bit. It's not just some meat. You're not playing the forest, you scumbag. You're playing Daisy. You skin it into. You fucking butcher this thing. You cut it off in a like. You got fucking fat. And you got fucking meats. You got the fucking skin. And you and can the tan the skin to make leather. And you got the guts and the bones. And you're like, that's all right, fair enough. But if you save the fat, the fat will. You can eat a bit of the fat every uh, like three days, and it'll keep you full enough. And that's how you survive by, and I'm like, ah, oh, cool. Well, I'm not going to do that. So thank you. Uh, thanks very much. I'm out. I'm not going to run along a fucking train track for 40 fucking minutes. Probably die. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to shoot I find people. A rock. I, well, I don't like. I don't even want to shoot them. I just, I just like to live long enough to not cough on them when I meet them. <laughs> you know. Fuck. So what did you learn from the streamers? What are they? Ah, teaching? so I've been watching this Australian streamer who it was like the the days that, or the nights that I've checked him out. I think it must be afternoon over there. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, he he was like one of the top like three streamers streaming at that time for Day Z. Um, and every time he would start a, a game, he would immediately build a campfire and spend uh, like six minutes sitting next to this campfire getting his. Uh, temperature up in order to get like a temperature buff and I guess then that stops you from losing temperature I, I the, the hard thing about n- this sounds compelling what a compelling <laughs> fucking yeah, know, right? way to play a game the, the hard thing to know about this stuff as well is, is that because there are mods and different servers and that sort of stuff is that I don't know if he was playing a specific type of server that required you to do this um, yeah but every time he would start a new game, I noticed that he would immediately go look for like sticks uh, in a bush and then create a campfire and sit next to a campfire for five minutes to get his temperature buff so that he wouldn't freeze. Right. That's what I learned is that that's fucked. <laughs> that is super fucked. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it seemed like... Like there was a couple of games there where he would he would you know run into people and find guns and all that sort of stuff, but 
for the most part, like I watched him one night. I wasn't like sitting there fucking watching a stream. Like I had it on the my other screen while yeah. I was doing other stuff. Uh, but one night I watched him. He must have played for about two or three hours, and he had one game where he lasted for quite a while, maybe an hour and a half. And the rest of the hour and a half was him, him uh, building a campfire, running to the first town and getting like killed immediately by right. just random people. And this happened like seven times in a row for the next 90 minutes where he'd, he'd be dead in 10 minutes because he'd get his buff and then go to a town and be killed by someone with an axe before he could get anything or or like he'd kill three people and then a fourth person would come along and kill him. And that was DayZ. Yep. Was he trying to interact with them or? Yeah, yeah, he'd be talking to them and some people would talk to him and like he's a very social person on that uh on right. on stream um yeah. it just does it seems like it's gone in a different direction to what we kind of wanted it to be like it's gone it. very down the survival aspect like yeah. really down in that like making sure you've got enough food and and water and that those resources are extremely scarce like we played we pl- we must have played like one game for like two hours where we're just constantly dying because we yep. couldn't find any food uh, and that's when we started diving into the the mods and like, all right, let's find a server where we can uh, find some shit. And it was like extra loot. So we, we found a server that had extra loot. Um, yeah. And I think it was like uh, nighttime was, was bumped up. So it was quicker. Uh, the only difference was it was a, a winter server. Um, yeah, it was on winter. But I don't think like the it cold- like the temperature had been- Changed. Tempered. Like- yeah. yeah, it was just more like an aesthetic as opposed to yeah. the temperature was, it looked very standard to what we'd experienced. And that was yeah. the one server we had a fun time, or at least I did. I yeah. had a, a better time on it. Um, despite the fact that there was now three of us running around because Heath had jumped on that stage. And for whatever reason, Heath Heath caught this cold or this sickness. And then I think you caught this cold and sickness. And then eventually we were all running around in car and he was constantly coughing. And then I got sick. Uh, but it doesn't tell you what you're sick from. And like looking it up, the icon is just like, if you've got that icon, you're sick. But it doesn't tell you what you're sick sick of. And it yeah. could be one of these 12 different things. And each one has its own way of like curing it. And you're like, oh, cool. Well, I don't know what Heath did, but Great. Um, yeah, he fucked around with that. But we were also playing on server with four people or five people at, yeah. at that stage. <laughs> so we were still learning the intricacies of that and at least we weren't dying anymore of starvation because we had the yeah. loot bumped up a bit and and that felt a little bit better but even then like it was just a, such a slog of trying to manage this health and f- food and water and like why am i sick now i don't know why i'm sick and my guy's constantly coughing and that was the one thing where i'm like that's just not interesting to me it's not fun gameplay of being you're con- where you're constantly dying that's like no. <laughs> what is that no they they have to almost eliminate the temperature mechanic first of all especially if your streamer man is making a fucking campfire and then sitting at it that is fucking awful that is so fucking bad get rid of the temperature thing it just what the fuck does that add what does it bring to the table mm. apart from 
I think back in the day, it used to be that you couldn't wear a ghillie suit all the time because it would make you too hot. Too hot. And that sort of makes sense. Yeah. That is about the only thing that makes sense. But, it, like, that is that is attempting to curb high-level, pl- like, player behavior, mm. right? As opposed to this literally punishes new players into the fucking dirt. That is apparently how it fucking functions. Hmm. I was like, I was so, I was fucking weeing out, man. Because I'm like, why does this game have so many play? Like, it's almost back to the peak. Really? The same amount of players that it had when it first launched, right? Wow. Uh, it's it's doing quite well. And then we went on to the. There's two very popular servers in Australia. One of them is the ultra hardcore horseshit, and the other one is uh, the one SK thing, where you can buy a car and you've oh. got money, and it is hilarious. But it is not Daisy. It's not fun. And it was fun people- at the start because we weren't dying, but then you yep. realize that it just gives you whatever you want, and you're like, "This isn't what I want either." <laughs> but but it, it it is a different kind of game, and it is Wasteland. In my mm-hmm. opinion, you're playing Wasteland. Uh, Wasteland was an Armor Two mod that we gravitated to uh, once Daisy got too inundated with hackers. Uh, Daisy the mod got too inundated with hackers. We switched to Wasteland, and it was a game where basically, yeah, it was like a precursor to Battle Royale almost. Uh, you would spawn in, you could go anywhere on the map, uh, you could get good guns pretty easily, and it was basically a giant game of deathmatch a massive game of deathmatch but you could earn uh money for all kinds of things like winning these king of the hill areas or um you'd find like these these crate drops a la PUBG, uh and they would have good stuff in them sometimes uh they would like straight up just crate drop in a fucking armored personnel carrier with a giant gun on it and stuff like that um and so you wound up in this situation where uh, it wasn't Daisy under any circumstances. There was no interaction. It was all kill on sight. It was deathmatch the whole time. But mm. it was engaging and fun. And you got to use good guns. And yeah, it was definitely a precursor to what we would later understand to be Battle Royale um, as, a, as a genre. Uh, that's what this is. This is, this is a... Uh, I think Armor 3 runs like shit for a lot of people. Uh, and... So people, instead of playing Wasteland in Armor 3, they're playing Wasteland in DayZ. Uh, and also Armor 3 keeps adding new expansion packs and when they fold those things into the Wasteland uh, game, you need to buy them to be able to use them. And I think that's a bit of a, a cost barrier, whereas DayZ doesn't require any of that shit. And I believe that's what's going on, is everyone's playing Wasteland using DayZ. Um, as opposed to playing Daisy using Daisy, and I don't fault them for it because at the end of the day, uh, the the version of Daisy that they've created is utterly uninteresting. It is a some sort of fucking Sisyphean hmm. fucking death <clears throat> repeat live die repeat fucking mod where you just die over and over and over again. Whereas yeah, Wasteland at least you get to fucking do some stuff. We did have some fun, like you were saying. We were having some fun for a little bit. We goofed around in the car. Eventually, 
bought the worst car we could and tried to drive it up a dirt road and did not want to do it but we did get it eventually up there um and that was pretty fun uh just rolled around trying to find stuff to do uh i did have we we rolled up on a crate drop at one point which was pretty entertaining <laughs> yeah uh, we, we were we were rolling around in a car and uh i think you just died from starvation or something remember you were getting really slow as we got up this hill oh no that was that was the, that was not that was not this server that was the uh that was the that was the fun server with five the winter people. server yeah that was the winter server that was good fun though so you you, yeah, you like we'll like, tell this story because you like uh yeah we, we'd finally gotten out of a town we'd gotten guns and all this sort of stuff and We've it was like the first electro. time where we actually do, we were doing stuff and then, yeah. but then you died of something. I can't remember what it was. Running up this hill, I got, Heath got me fucking sick. Heath oh. got me sick, and I started fucking spewing every time I drink anything. My dude just starts vomiting, and that tanks all of your stats. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I'm just gonna fucking, I like drink a little bit of drink, and I eat some food, and it gets me back out of it, and then I fucking vomit again, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, I think I'm gonna die. And like, yeah, we're running. Where are we running? Like Gorka or some shit. Uh, we're like out out of Electro, running north, and uh, we can't have been at Gorka. That's too far north. Uh, but we're running north, and yeah, my dude is like getting slower and slower. And I couldn't sort of see it, but you guys are like, my dude looks haggard. He looks like he is we running a bad backwards. Time. <laughs> Yep. And you're yeah, running you guys were running and we were backwards than you. And, and outpacing me. And, uh, yeah, eventually I just sort of fucking collapsed. My plan was I, ha- I had a pistol. It only had one bullet. It would have been fucking, would have been pretty poetic. I was going to do the the suicide mechanic. You can, Daisy has a button where you can suicide, which is obviously macabre, but uh, sometimes I suppose works out. Hmm. I died before I even got to fucking pull the trigger. I just fucking collapsed dead. So I had to fucking run back to you guys. I'm like, this fucking sucks. But I was like, fucking... But at least you had your stuff there. You knew where it was. Yeah, I knew my, where my stuff was. I was fucking two minutes into this run, and there's a fucking SUV parked on the side of the road. I'm like, that looks like a good car. And I checked it out. And it fucking worked. Hmm. It, it fucking worked. It was driving. Because we'd found snowmobiles before and we couldn't get them to fucking work. But this thing actually fucking drove. I'm fucking driving around, drive down these fucking roads, drive back to my body. I had to, like, I had to get you to fucking Discord share your screen so I could find my body. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. I couldn't fucking work out where the fuck it was. And uh, eventually found it. Got my stuff back, and uh, you guys arrived. And I'm like, hey, check out what's down the fucking road, boys. There's a fucking car. And then, right as we get in the car, mm. there's like an airdrop notification. It's, it's outside of fucking Electro, which is where we just were. Fucking. That's it. Fucking, we're, we're on. We're going. That's the green light, boys. We're going. Pile it in this fucking car. Cars and manual, uh, which is fucking complex. I tell you what, you change your gears with Q and E. Uh, try not like it's Daisy, 
So you know that if you crash into anything, you're fucking done. You are fucking done. The roads are icy. It's <laughs> slipping all over the fucking place, but you're still trying to get there with some, you know, some speed. And uh, get back to Electro, fucking bail out of the car. We're like running. We can hear gunshots. We fucking know, know what's happening. And uh, yeah, we get up to like, it's, it's a field outside of Electro, sort of almost... Um, what was that there was that little town on the like between Electro and Cherno hmm. uh, almost almost that far outside of Electro not quite and we're fucking we belt over we lost to, Heath uh, during this stage oh yeah Heath just died of sickness right he just fucking carved it right I think so yeah he got the same thing I think he started vomiting at some point and he died just just good good stuff just a real good mechanic just randomly vomiting yourself to death and um yeah so Heath has to like get his stuff back but I'm I see the like someone fucking steals our car right and he just drives on up to and I'm following him right I try to fucking pull him over it doesn't work uh he just doesn't want to stop we've got guns though like that's the the fucking main thing we've got some fucking good guns I think I had like a you MP5 guys had good guns I had a terrible fucking gun <laughs> right because <laughs> i was like i need a gun and you guys are like we'll go to the crate we'll go to the crate i'm like all right fair enough <laughs> i've got this fucking, there's no time to waste we'll get the fucking guns out of the crate mate anyway roll up on this uh roll up on this crate and uh as i'm rolling up to it the dude jumps out of the car and like runs over and he gets fucking beamed and i'm like oh shit and i hit the fucking deck uh he's just fucking blacked there's mm. only fucking there's only a, one other person in this server apart from us three and this <laughs> yeah, dude who just who's five people there's <laughs> one five of them people just died. and they're all in this one fucking one kilometer squared fucking area fucking hell anyway so uh i managed to get to this dude's body i like fucking crawl my way to his body mm. get to it he's got stuff that dude had gear. I don't know what my fucking plan was with my MP5, but I wasn't going to do much to him. There wasn't anything on this crate was like all fucking building supplies or some shit, which wasn't helpful. Um, but I get to his body. He's got some stuff. He's got like fucking night vision goggles and they're still working. Chuck them on. I'm fucking looking around. I can see everything. I can't work out what any of the fucking buttons are. So I'm like asking yeah. you guys. I'm under fire and I'm like asking you guys what the oh, fucking you, buttons are. You've gone are. too like, far ahead. Hey, what have I skipped? What have I skipped? So we, when we got to the crate. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see any of what you guys were doing. Yeah. No, no. So when we got to the crate, you and I met up after the dude got shot. We went to the north and then yep. we found a tree line that was looking down on the crate <clears throat> and it was just me and you and then i stayed on the tree line with my my gun with a scope on it and covered you as you made your way to the to the crate the guy's body you picked up a bunch of uh the gear <clears throat> and then heath comes along and heath eventually finds me and we're both at this tree and uh -huh. we're like <laughs> trying to cover you and but then you put on these one of one of you yeah. One of you is trying to cover me. You put on the these night vision goggles, right? Hunting me. 
And then you're trying to get them to work and you're like, can you guys look up how you turn them off or turn them on? And so I alt tab and I'm looking up like Daisy night vision goggles, like how you use them. I think I'm telling you like, I'll press L or something like that. Yeah, hold (laughs) Um, L it was. And and as I'm alt tab, you're like, there's a guy running up to me. And I'm like, what? You're like, there's a guy. So then I alt tab back in the the game. And I'm like, I can't see you anymore, but I can see this dude in a ghillie suit running towards like the crate. I'm like, are you in a ghillie suit? Did you get a ghillie suit? You're like, no, no, I'm not in a ghillie suit. So then I start fucking pinging this guy. And he's like, who are we shooting at? I'm like, the dude in the ghillie suit. (laughs) At the crate. At the crate. At the crate. (laughs) Uh, which and, which the crate? And he's it's like, a fucking what, the guy box right, with smoke the the coming right. out of it. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's like, I can't see the crate. The guy on the right, and like, yeah, right at the crate, in the right at the seat. crate. And he, he's like, I can't see the crate. The guy on the right, and you're like, yeah, right on the crate. And so he fucking shoots me, like just fucking lines me up. Despite the fact that you were pretty clear, I feel, that it was a dude in a ghillie suit and I wasn't wearing a ghillie suit. Just fucking blap. I'm like, oh shit, I'm being shot, I'm being shot. Oh fuck, oh fuck. So I, I put up a video on my YouTube. You can you can see this moment is in there. Uh, I'm like, oh my right, oh my right. Because you guys have been saying fucking right so much. Uh, obviously I'm at my left because <laughs> I turn left. Uh, I'm also panicking because I'm being shot. You're also anyway, nowhere near the crate, and you're near us. Nowhere on your- near the crate. Yeah. <laughs> and then just I realized in the fucking trees. I, I don't I know how did you manage to see a guy hiding in the trees and not so the dude running out in the middle of a field next to a red crate with a with a car, and it was all bright because of the light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. Anyway, so, so he shoots I, you. I popped off. He shoots me. I'm fucking bandaging from this shot. Somehow, somehow it doesn't kill me. Despite the fact that I'm standing dead still next to a tree on the wrong side of the tree where I should be fucking open. Anyway. Hmm. Oh, man. I'm glad he didn't kill me. I would have been... He, that was the second time he shot me in that session. Because the first time, we were like, he got a shotgun. And we were like, oh, yeah. Uh, he, he found rubber bullets. I'm like, use the rubber bullets. Shoot me. Shoot me in the chest. And he never changed the rubber bullets because he couldn't work out how to get the fucking rubber bullets out. <laughs> so so he just fucking shot me in the chest with a shotgun? With regular fucking shotgun ammo? He just... <laughs> boom. I'm like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> how did I die? Oh. I thought it was rubber bullets. He's like, oh, I don't think I'll put the rubber bullets in. I'm like, why would you fucking pull the trigger if you weren't sure if you'd put the fucking bullets in? Why would you pull the trigger in that scenario? Anyway, so that was the second time he shot me, uh, but he didn't yeah. kill me this time. I did die a little <laughs> bit later uh, when I, very, I made a very dumb push uh, and I didn't really hug cover enough and so yeah i and i couldn't really work out what i was seeing so yeah it was hmm. it was a learning experience but um yeah you guys got that guy right and then- we did yeah i shot him as he was running around because i had my rifle i don't know where it was but i did hit him at least it, it on my screen i hit him i saw blood come out 
Um, whether or not I hit him, I don't know. Because I, I did shoot him like another time after that. And either my gun is really bad or he was geared up. And we did find out he was geared up. So maybe he was able to take yeah. it. But um, <clears throat> I started flanking down to the uh, to the east side of this field. And you started going west. And he, um, he yeah. saw you and lit you up mm-hmm. like instantly. Uh, and then as we were, as I was going further down to run to, to go get a sight on him, I get to where he was and he's not there anymore and mm-hmm. Heath can't see him anymore. Uh, and so we've completely lost this dude in a fucking ghillie suit and probably night vision goggles and all sorts of stuff. Um, Heath eventually finds him and shoots him and, yep. uh, and we he starts looting his body and I'm like, well, where's Job's body then? And then that became a thing of like, we've got to find Job's body. Uh, and Heath was pointing me in the complete wrong direction of where yep. where your body was because I was like, hey, you shot Job. You should know where he is. Uh, so then I shared my screen for you because the server was shutting down in five, like five minutes. So we had, we had to try and find your stuff. Um, but then we got to your body and there was like two minutes left before the server shut down. And it looked like that dude actually looted your body because your gun was gone. And so I yeah. just started grabbing like night vision goggles and ammo and stuff off of, off of your body. So um, anyway, we, we like that was a good fight. I feel like that was fun. Yeah, uh, it, that was good fun. It's, it's just a shame. It feels like you need to find a server that, that has the, the style of play you want to play. And... Uh, they uh it just doesn't seem like there is much of that going at least in australia right it's like you pick it's, the hardcore the, server or the yeah. the the role-playing server or yeah yeah that's it right like yeah <clears throat> uh, the the there isn't the server population required to really get the experience that i want out of daisy anymore it's it's clearly it's no longer a game it's no longer the game that I want to play anymore. Like, I guess I knew that when I stopped playing it all the, all the way back in the day, but mm. it's still disappointing nonetheless. Um, yeah, this Wasteland variant, it was fun, but it was just deathmatch. And that's what got us onto Hell Let Loose because at least Hell Let Loose has some, some structure to it, whereas Wasteland sort of ble- like bleeds out being fun over time um it's fun when you know you you're tooling about having a good time fucking about uh with with goofy shit but over time yeah it just just turns into this big like camp fest um and it's just not fun and there's no consequences for your actions or anything like that there's no reason for you to like kill anyone really except for the fact that there's nothing else to do and so you just sort of burn out Whereas at least in Hell Let Loose, it's got similar sort of gunplay, but an, uh, a defined objective and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Right. All right. That's um, DayZ then. Uh, still, they're still doing that. That game. Uh, oh, I wonder if this is all maybe just a different direction since Dean Hall left, right? And they've just... I do... I, like based on my conversations with him at E3 all those years ago, I do think that this is like there is a lot of this that like drives in the direction that he wanted it to go. But uh, I think even back then, 
I was telling him it was a mistake. So, mm. yeah. Yep. Okay, let's do some news, Job. There's not yep. a lot here, but we've got a few things we can talk about. Let's kick things off with Nintendo. Um, this is a report that they are starting to work on the next Switch model, which has been dubbed the Pro for quite a while now. Um, that'll be ramping up in early June. Uh, and is going to be having a 7-inch OLED screen, um, which they're sourcing from, I believe it was Samsung off the top of my head. Um, it'll be a 720 display still, and uh, the uh, 4K um, resolution will be coming through while it's docked, not while it's in handheld mode. <clears throat> um, I guess the reason behind that is because there's not really... Uh, I guess the benefit outweighs it when you're looking at power consumption when using 4K in a handheld mode. Um, I don't know if you're getting that sort of... There's, there's like a... There's a point, right, where it just starts... It just starts not mattering anymore when it's that close yeah. to your face. And yeah. so that's, I guess, their reasoning behind that. But um, the internals of it will be able to run 4K docked. That's probably 30... FPS, are we assuming at this state? <laughs> Definitely not uh, 60. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Would you be interested in getting a next model switch or are you quite happy with the one that you've uh, you've got considering the usage you get out of it? Uh, I'll have to make that call when it's a bit closer, but considering the games that I play on the Switch which are zero uh, mm. and it's it was literally a Stardew Valley machine for a long time for my wife who now plays it exclusively on mobile um, I don't think I would get a 4k switch I don't think it does enough for me to really care to yeah. use it what about you what are you thinking yeah I, I'm sort of I, I've not played a lot of games on it I, it's just not Nintendo's become a platform for me that has really um, gone in a different direction to what I grew up playing their games with, like <clears throat> playing the the SNES or the Nintendo or the um, Nintendo 64. Like that was a console you'd grab and it just had so many different games on it and different styles of games. But now it's, to me, it feels like a Nintendo machine. Uh, like you get the games that they put out it's the same sort of games that they put out a lot of. Um, yeah. And uh, they're just not... I just don't think they're for me, those types of games. Like, the the Legend of Zeldas would maybe be the only thing that gets me sort of into it. <clears throat> I couldn't get into the last Mario um, Odyssey game as much. So, like, I, I, I yeah. don't think at this stage I'd jump in to get a Pro, a Switch Pro. It's, it's not yeah. really... I don't see the benefit there. <clears throat> no. Unless it's like a huge leap and they start putting out stuff that I really want to play. But if I need to spend $700 or $600 on a Zelda machine, um, I don't think that's going to cut it. But, you know, yeah. I'm not their audience. They've got, they've got a different audience, which seems to do quite well for them. Um, <clears throat> yeah. That's basically it. All right, let's move on to the next one here. We've got Microsoft's uh, acquisition of ZeniMax Media, which includes Bethesda, has now completed after being uh, approved by the EU and the US. Um, in a statement that they put out on their website, Microsoft has confirmed that um, 
Bethesda has joined their family and also that new titles in the future uh, may be exclusive to the Xbox and PC. <clears throat> um, I guess this probably isn't surprising. The, uh, the yeah. stuff that they talked about before this uh, was confirmed was uh, uh, g- games that are currently being worked on um, that have been announced for platforms will still come out on those platforms. So that's like games like Deathloop, which are uh, heavily tied to the PlayStation brand at this point. Um, and uh, going forward, I guess, the stuff that they got in this slate past that, we don't really know. I'm going to assume that a lot of that stuff is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Um, the one game that I may be interested in would be the Elder Scrolls, it, whether or not they decide to go multi-platform with that one, but I would, I'd probably think that Starfield will be an exclusive on X, the Xbox platform, right, at this, this stage? Uh, I think that's probably a fair assumption <clears throat> at this, at this stage, and I don't, I don't yeah. think, I think you, think you might not be right about Tez either, I don't think Tez goes multi-platform either. I think it'll be PC and Xbox only. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, that's that's it for that series. That 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 franchise being multi-platform. I mean, I don't think that's that big a deal. It was always nice that it was on consoles, but it, to me, it's always been a PC franchise. Yeah. A uh, game that you play on the fucking PC. I don't know why you'd ever play it on the console unless that's all you had. In which case, fucking hell yeah, but. Yeah, if you have the opportunity to play it on PC, I don't see why you would ever play it on console. Um, yeah, I do think that might be done and dusted. But it bodes well for the future of the Xbox Series X, hmm. if not the present necessarily. Right. Yeah, because we talked about this before last year. Was it last year? Yeah. I can't remember anymore. It's last been so week. fucking yeah. long. Um, but they basically pick up about, what, eight? studios with this acquisition um yeah I mean, id software bethesda arcane machine games tango um zenimax online like there's a lot of that's a lot of games <laughs> like being put into yeah. the the microsoft uh ecosystem and um and gives them some some excellent developers to work with and put exclusive games on their their platform so i do think that like they don't spend that much money buying Zenimax to only not do anything with them. Like this seems like you would want them to make them exclusives in order to sell consoles. Um, so I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if going forward, the majority of those games end up being a uh, X- Xbox exclusive slash PC. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm thinking of that one. I think Elder Scrolls to me is kind of just the one where I'm like, oh, I mean, maybe they they do it just to sort of compete with because it is such a big franchise. Like that that game sold stupid when it was coming out, um, but no. maybe they decide like, hey, let's push let's push up console sales instead and see how we go with that. I reckon they do. I reckon that's what they do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Um, cool. It sounds like there might be some sort of announcement tomorrow. Uh, there's rumors floating around that they'll do some sort of presentation on what's next for Bethesda and Microsoft teaming up. Um, but at this stage, at least, I don't think anything's happened while we've been recording. I'm just having a quick look. Um, nothing official has been 
announced. That still could be a, a rumor, but that came from I think uh, I think even like Jeff Grubb was talking about this stuff happening. So that seems he's pretty reliable. Um, yeah, in the industry. All right, um, and next up we've got you slipped this one in here, Florian Men- Montano. Montano. Montiano. I don't know how the fuck to say his name. I don't know. Anyway. Victor Drago from Creed 2. Yeah. Uh, Dolph's son. Yes. Uh, is uh, is going to play Craig in the Borderlands movie. Um, more casting Craig. news. They, Craig. Is it Craig? Craig. Well, I think because Americans say Craig. So I think it's... Ah, uh, Craig. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Craig. <clears throat> um, but I, yeah, I think it's Craig. Um a tiny Tina also got cast last week. Um, so more casting news. I guess this one's surprising to me because they've sort of... I mean, this is a, a DLC character, right? From Borderlands 2. Yeah, yeah. But I think he uh, made it quite an impact and, uh, like, yeah, it was... People found him uh, very... I don't know, uh, entertaining. I think he did a good job as uh, Drago in Creed 2. So, uh... Yeah, I think this will work. You know, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't have to do do much. Like, yeah, just fucking yell a lot, right? Be muscly, I guess. <laughs> Be eighties style muscly, which yeah. I guess is what he got hired for in Creed Two as well. Right. But yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. Anything else to add? No, just no. Uh, just pretty entertaining. I love our our semi-weekly uh yeah. borderlands movie updates this one brought to us brought to my attention by Mokai on our discord channel yeah um borderlands tiny tina uh is uh ariana greenblatt who um she was in a movie called love and monsters if you've not seen that it's a very good film uh, indie film um right. i think that's all i recognize that that name from um looking at this list yep. of i mean she was in avengers infinity war and she played um who the fuck was she in that sorry who the fuck was she in that she was gamora the um well, baby gamora or some shit the young adult gamora right um yeah all right okay Fair enough. yeah anyway the, the the most recent thing i've seen her in is love and monsters which is Excellent, excellent film. Um, right. Anyway, there's your Borderlands movie update. I'm sure we'll be talking about that again next week when they announce whoever else is left. To do Brick. Brick. Brick and uh, and uh, who else is there? Handsome Jack, the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'm still going Jeez. for it. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Make it happen. Um, excellent. All right, and the last piece of news here we've got is uh, PAX Australia is going ahead, currently scheduled for October 8th till 10th. Uh, is this a good idea, Job? <laughs> Oof. Uh, uh, the rate at which Australia is doing vaccinations, hmm. which is very slow, makes me feel like at this point it isn't. If we continue at our current rate, uh, not I don't think enough people have been will have been vaccinated 
for COVID for this to be a good fucking idea. Mm. Um, however, if we can ramp it up, then maybe we can change that. And if everyone's vaccinated, then in that case, maybe it's okay. But uh, yeah, it just makes me think, you know, every year that you go to PAX, everyone's like, hey, hope you don't get con flu. Yeah. And that used to be a funny gag. Yeah. And now that would be, that's like some fucking, oh, geez, I hope you don't get con flu. That'd be like some fucking grave, serious shit. Yeah. Uh, well, like, what does that look like? Right? Like, yeah. Like, not only that, everyone has been indoors, or at least over where I'm at, for a year now right imagine yeah, yeah. imagine now going out yeah. and the conflu would be times like it could be the next big strain it could be worse yeah yeah exactly yep uh <laughs> so yeah i think it will hinge quite heavily i think it'd be yeah uh, i understand why people would want to go absolutely but i think it's probably not a good idea until like more than fucking 75 percent of the people in the country are fucking vaccinated um because yeah, yeah you just gotta you gotta make sure everyone's safe you gotta make sure everyone can be safe while there so yeah yeah uh, i think I it's gonna be we'll have to telling to like whether or not this goes through i think because i know over here they're just blitzing through vaccinations at this stage yeah um, yeah that's the thing right like you're up to like two million a day over there and we're, I think we've managed 100,000 so far. Hmm. Um, Woeful effort. So, yeah. Anyway. I mean, I wouldn't... <laughs> I would be very hesitant to go to that. Uh, like, even, mm-hmm. like, you think about it, even if you are vaccinated, it's not like you can't get it. You can still get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. um, and then give it to other people. And the, we like we don't know about long term effects and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So I don't know, man. Like I feel like it's still not a good idea at this stage to stick thousands of people in. Uh, like, what happens if there's an outbreak and it's, it's tied back to them because uh, they've had this enormous convention? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just kind of pretty cautious about it. Anyway, people can do whatever they want. That's just. Uh, my opinion uh and that is the news do we have any questions to go through for this week uh yeah we do we've got a couple okay let's see aussie dingbat writes hi joe and luke you may have seen a mod tease recently that links crusader kings 3 and mountain blade banner lord apparently allowing data to be sent between the two games so you can have your grand strategy cake and eat it too with real-time combat. That is fucking amazing. I had not seen that. That is fucking spectacular. I need to see more of this. Um, besides some limited cross-game functionality in The Sims and The Sim City games, you could import your Sim 1 character to live in your Sim City 4 cities, I'm not familiar with any other games taking advantage of cross-game linkage such as this. If this mod proves successful, it might inspire other mod makers to create new and interesting cross-game mods. Are there any cross-game mods you'd like to see? Uh, just thinking on the uh, idea of games with cross-game functionality, I believe there was, uh, what was it called, Silent Hunter 2 mm. and Dreadnought or Destroyer 2. 
I believe those two games were cross-functional in that one was a hardcore simulation of uh, piloting a submarine. The other one had you uh, at the helm of a Dreadnought. And uh, when you, you could play multiplayer, you could play versus multiplayer with those two games, um, which is was pretty cool. I only played it a couple of times, um, but it was a pretty cool concept that was executed quite well. It was difficult because you needed to be quite good at whichever role you were taking uh, and they weren't easy games to be good at, but yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so that was my one idea of, of games that have done it before. Any thoughts of games you'd like to see linked together, Luke? Uh, I've not I've not played either of those games, but I, I, I think I know what they are off the top of my head. Um, yeah. I, I don't have anything that I can think of right now, but one thing that sort of comes to mind is... Um, and it's something we touched on today the like commander system in um hell let loose but originally being in a battlefield game like yeah and they've kind of that that hasn't been a thing they've done anymore they've sort of stepped away from the commander system in battlefield and, and brought it yeah. back to just like these squad based little teams moving from objectives to objectives and giving squad commanders like squad leaders um, actions and roles to be able to assign to players so I, I'd like to see maybe Battlefield go back to that and have like a fucking command and conquer type view and where you can you can build things and uh, put trenches down and like have some sort of resource economy that goes in there so that like you can as a commander build infrastructure um, and get a top down view of the map uh, I don't know if you'd make that a mod, but that's just like <laughs> blending two, two um, games back together. Like first person. Natural and, Selection? Yeah, yeah. Natural Selection had that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd work. That'd be good. Um, yeah, that'd be like, yeah, go all the way out. Although, you know, I think uh, uh, it'd have to be like a Crusader King style or Hearts of Iron, I guess, would be mm. the best best pitch for it. Hearts of Iron and Hell Let Loose would be a good combo. Uh, where the commander role is is commanded by the Hearts of Iron player. Although I think Hearts of Iron might be a little bit too drawn back, like too removed. You need to be a little bit closer, but not so close that you wind up with like a Command and Conquer or Company Heroes type thing because I think it'd be annoying to play it if you were playing Company Heroes with that sort of like pace. I think it'd be a little bit annoying. Mm. Still, it'd be interesting. That'd be fucking... That'd be pretty cool. Uh, yeah, take the commander all the way out, and yeah, that'd be rad. That would be a good one. Um, yeah, I wonder if there are any others. I can't think of any off the top of my head where I'd love to like. I, I immediately love to see it. I guess the only other one where it might work is some sort of link between like Satisfactory and Factorio. I think that'd be pretty interesting. I might, it might not necessarily work. Yeah. Uh, but like to be able to switch from the Factorio style of play to the satisfactory style of play, I think mm. that'd be intriguing uh, at the very least. It probably wouldn't 
carry. But, like, uh, yeah, yeah, I nearly pulled the trigger on that game last night, but I uh, I don't know if I wanted to deal with the combat. Looks like it's got combat in it. What's the Dyson? What about Dyson Sphere? Is that the that the looks too like fucking <laughs> like hardcore? Right. I don't know. I need All to right. watch some more videos on that one, but um, with uh, Dyson Sphere program looks. Um, yeah, it looks intense. So maybe I need to spend some more time watching videos. And from what I've heard, it's it's pretty early still, um, and there's a lot of like intricacies about like looking at uh, Wikipedia pages and things like that. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Hey, uh, sounds like Satisfactory's got an update rolling out very soon uh, in the next week or so. I think update four. Uh, really? That's next week. I That's- think it's soon. Yeah. Devastating for my productivity. Um, I'm never playing update four. Smash cut to I played 17 hours of <laughs> update four this week, weekend, in this 24 hour period. Yeah. Yeah. OTL. Anyway. March 16th. Um, it's next week. Good lord. Maybe I can play it while I watch watch me call it. Uh, the the Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get a decent um, base going. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. That's an excellent question, Dingbat. Good stuff. Uh, Monkey Magic writes, Hey, mates. With GPUs, CPUs, and consoles having prices and availability sent into orbit, is it time to reject modernity? Mod- modern modernity 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 I don't know uh, and embrace tradition I've been enjoying old DOS games available from ExoDOS much more than CP 2077 uh, man I've been fucking falling down a fucking rabbit hole on the old uh, emulator front as well uh, a little bit um, someone mentioned emulators Nice Nico was talking about emulators uh, last week. And uh, yeah, I've been, uh, yeah, going down that rabbit hole a little bit. Um, I haven't heard of Exodos before, but uh, I'll have a squiz at that. I'll fucking have a look. So, what is it? Uh, is it just like a, oh, it's a giant DOS ROM pack? Um, Jesus Christ, eh? Holy shnikes. 7,000 games. Hmm. I don't know what I'd play necessarily. Alley Cat, maybe? Remember Alley Cat? Fucking Alley Cat. <laughs> um, and there, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. No, um, I have been... I mean, I... The irony, the deep irony is that uh, I have a 3080. So I... And, and a... Not the latest line of CPUs, but just close to it. I managed to get that shit just before they all dried up. So I don't actually need to be going back, but uh, I just find I find returning is always nice. And uh, I am deeply disappointed by uh, Cyberpunk 2077. So, um, yeah. Uh, I can't bring myself to, to finish it until they eventually release the update that's going to fix it all. So mm-hmm. I will continue to... 
uh, yeah, check out older games and games that we haven't checked out for a little while. And yeah, I don't really, I think we don't really talk about them too much because I don't know, people don't want to hear me talking about fucking some old game that I jumped into to relive my childhood. That's figure it's probably a bit boring especially when we're playing new games new exciting fucking hell let loose and stuff yeah what about you luke you've been uh emulating anything no Checking anything else out no right? I, i've been just kind of as you can see from all the stuff we talk about each week going back and trying stuff that we missed uh when things were busy so or checking out games that i've enjoyed in the past that have gotten major updates and being like all right well where's this early access thing at because um, it is a bit slow right now. There's not a, a whole lot uh, coming out, but yeah, you know, that's what you get. That's what you get. In yeah, the first quarter of the month. Ah, uh, first quarter of the year. Yeah. Look, at least we're out of summer. That's all that fucking matters. We've gotten out of summer, and now everything will be good, right? Hope so. Right. We'll see. Not sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. That was the questions. Good questions. Yeah. Great questions. And that is Fantastic. the show. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, YouTube, all the places you get your podcasts from. Uh, you can search for The Gap or The GA Podcast. We'll come up. If you do have a moment, please rate and review the show. helps other people find us. Um, if you do, do want to send us questions, you can email us, thegapodcast at gmail.com. But preferably, go to our discord page the gapodcast.com slash discord you can jump in there leave us questions or play video games we'll just talk about random things um uh people were talking about the uh the, the pgi the PUBG invitational whatever it's called i've been watching mm. a bunch of that i still think it's a terrible format but i still watch it uh the tournament oh my god what were they thinking uh, it's that such it's like i just don't terrible. understand like we told them how to make it work and they listened and then they went backwards i just, doesn't make yep. any sense to me um anyway so they're doing this the format currently during the weekly fights are the team that is the last team standing regardless of how many kills they make it through to the 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 next round and they don't have to play anymore it's just i don't know like it's just such a weird format that encourages again like people not fighting each other that's kind of yep. the way i feel about it um but and I, I don't know there's been some cool fights like i generally what i do when i watch this stuff now because i watch it the day after it's aired um because it starts at like 2 p.m here sorry 2 a.m is I'll, I'll fire it up and i'll go to the 15 minute mark in the match and usually everybody's still alive and then i'll watch that and over the next 10 minutes the game starts getting spicy uh that's my recommended yeah. way of watching that tournament because nothing else yep. happens for the first 15 minutes of that game unless somebody's there accidentally was that, there was that short period where um where someone was what was one of the one of the one of the teams was like just hot dropping 4 a.m constantly yeah. there was that that short period but outside of that yeah no nothing's happening hmm. um yeah anyway uh and people have been chatting about other things on there. there's a lot of stuff going on um so you can go to the uh, thegapodcast.com slash discord again check that out you also find us on social media facebook.com slash thegapodcast twitter.com slash thegapodcast you can go to our website sorry no you can go to our youtube page thegapodcast.com uh, watch the uh, video format of that show 
if you want to do that, you can check it out. Um, if you want links to all those things we just talked about, thegapodcast.com, uh, have a have a look at that site. It's got a bunch of our old era episodes on there and uh, things that Job's been posting, including, uh, I just saw it go up as we were recording or before recording, I think it looks like. Just before. Um, just before talking about Hell Let Loose and why Job likes playing the medic class in shooters. Yep. Because uh, he gets injured a lot, and so he needs to heal up. I think that's the answer i need to heal myself that's the that's basically it yeah yeah a face check constantly i'm always peeking i can't stop peeking <laughs> yeah you peek you get shot basically. you peek again why not yeah why not <laughs> i mean if you're a medic you just heal yourself and then you can peek yeah constantly. you're wasting ammo they're wasting ammo it's perfect and they're wasting ammo yeah yeah <laughs> we, we i mean we did yep. that in uh we, that, that's a like a strategy in fucking call of duty in call of duty <laughs> yeah when you the person with no armor has to peek and work out where they are because they can just get re-upped again. Smart. <laughs> smart. Smart. Smart gameplay. Um, it's called smart gameplay. Uh, that, that site and this podcast is all thanks to our Patreon members. You can go to patreon.com slash the GA podcast, become a recurring uh, member. Uh, thank you to everyone that does that every month. We uh, appreciate your support. Helps us keep things running. Um, and if... Uh, uh, you've got anything to pimp out, Job? Now would be the time because I don't have anything else. You already pimped out what I was going to pimp out, so right, we're pimped. Fair enough. Okay, that is the show for this week. Um, we'll play. We'll play some more games. We'll be back next week. Yep. Maybe talk about some yep. uh, some more movies. Some Zack Snyder cut. We'll see what's going on. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad. Maybe some more Bethesda news. I don't know. Let's, let's see what's going on. Borderlands news. More Borderlands news. Yeah, that'll be something different. Um, All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Catch you all next week. Love you. Bye.